There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Talk sounds funny today. What's wrong with it? It sounds weak. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo is here, and uh, we're off and running on a Wednesday morning. That doesn't sound right. It sounds Break your cock? Sounds, yeah, my cock's busted. Damn. It sounds soft. <laughs> you know, the yeah, it is early. Right? Well, know? it's something going on. Come on, cock. It's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. It's yeah. a little... He's weak. He's weak today. Or if IT come in here and fix your cock. I have to come in here and get the mic to start fiddling <laughs> around my cock a little bit and see if he can make him big again. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I wonder why that's so... Huh. Allergies. That's right over... It could be allergies, Brady. <laughs> no, no. Over on this side, he's fine. Over here, something really huh. wrong with him. Little fella. Near? He's not up for it. Leave him alone. He's not a machine. Well, actually, in this particular case. Uh, yeah. Speaking of allergies. He's in the kitchen. Oh, first off, by the way, Brett, get me the theme to uh, Days of Our Lives. Okay, hang on. Or Young and the Restless or okay. something. Or 90210. I don't care what kind of soap opera you pulled to pull it. Because I've got more information on the big story yesterday. <laughs> yes. The lady that emailed us yesterday, if you weren't paying attention, that... Uh, walked in on her husband having sex with her brother in the kitchen and then telling us all about it. And our question, my, my big question in the thing was, when did we show up? Like, at what point did she decide to say, oh, yeah, his favorite radio station needs to know about this. And then she fires off, a, like, right. a really dirty yeah. letter for us. Well, uh, hang on to it. Oh, okay. Oh, screw it. I want to get to it now. <laughs> it's time. For days of that crazy lady's gay husband's life. Brought to you by Tide. It's not just for eating anymore. Uh, Episode 2, Rebuttal. Day 2. When we last left you, this woman was going insane, saying she'll have sex with just about anyone who wants to line up and bone her on her and her husband's incredibly well-used mattress. Used by who? Right. That's the question. So if you weren't with us yesterday, got an email from a lady that said she walked in on her husband having sex with her brother. And then went on to say that he told her he's in love with the brother and this has been going on the whole time. She's lost her mind. They had a kid and also in the letter, a miscarriage. And so, you know, this goes on. I got an email from a guy, two of them. I'll, I'll start with this one. Say, hey, Holmberg, I had something similar happen to me once. What? My friend and I were hanging out at a bar to blow off some steam, and his crazy wife came bursting in and screaming and yelling at us, saying we were having a gay relationship and she knew it, which was the furthest thing from the truth. We did hang out a lot. She wrote emails and a letter to my family, a bunch of stuff from my friends, coworkers, everybody I knew 
uh, she was trying to disparage me, saying I was a homo F-word homewrecker. It took a while to undo her crazy bitch work, but I did it. Guess what? He's still with her. She literally went nuts after they had their baby. And she accused this guy of all sorts of stuff, this included. I just got in the way. I always remember there's two sides, although the story was hilarious on Joseph. Yes. And we said that yesterday. It's like, well, anybody who emails a radio morning show to tell these kind of details, something, there's more to it. Especially or, us. Right. <laughs> you know, right. People. But she said it was because it was her, her husband's favorite show, and she wanted to wreck everything he touched. So I got this one. <laughs> I got this this morning. I was Brady heard me when I was reading it going, oh, ooh. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, it was kind of one of those. It's like giggly. Because it gets better. <laughs> it's not just her anymore. It says, uh, hey, Holmberg, I happen to work with the guy who was the subject of your show. He says today, but it was yesterday. Right. We all listen here uh, at the store, and let me tell you this. His wife is an unhinged lunatic. He's one of my best friends. I can't even imagine the gay stuff being true. Uh, he told me when I called him yesterday. He said today. Uh, she's lost her mind. Over the weekend, she was screaming him the entire time that she was going to ruin him. Something happened in their relationship, and she's on the warpath. Uh, he was actually going to stay with me several times over the last few months because she so often goes off the rails. Uh, I told him he emailed or she emailed you guys. And he immediately broke down in tears. Uh, the rumors have gone all over my work. It was clear who was being talked about. I can tell you I would suck a room of dudes before I'd spend one day with her lunatic ass. Whoa! She tried to light his house on fire last year, and she also came to our work once, almost naked, in a bikini that didn't fit right, incredibly high on something a couple years ago and tried to tell us all she hadn't had proper sex in a long time and anyone that wanted to take her could since her husband wasn't a man. She is absolutely nuts. She's on mood drugs, psych meds, and anything else she can find. He didn't come to work yesterday, and the word is he's taking a few days off. I hope he's gay. That way she's out of the picture forever. (laughs) I told him to get out of this situation, that it's getting dangerous. Uh, He said he's just getting his lawyers together. He's not sure what's next. Uh, I'm just telling you guys, the story has layers, man. He's a good guy. This situation is absurd. Justin. <laughs> How do you get out of that situation? Wow. He's trapped. Seems like it. They've got a kid to get. Yeah, because like if I leave and Cray Cray goes nuts. Right. You just don't know what's... Yeah, now he's afraid for his life. This is a what you always hear in the opposite side of this is the women... Who's afraid to leave the guy because they're like, oh, find me, he'll hurt me, or he'll do something to the kid. He's got this nutbag at home. Now, who's telling the, who's real here? Now, is this guy just feeding his friend at work, Alina? Oh, none of this happened. She's, you know, she's crazy. She set up the word crazy. Has he been driving her crazy with all this stuff? I'm going with the second letter talking about the event that happened in the office. They're coming That's in. That's pretty the- big. Yeah, if she That's... showed up once and said everybody who wants a piece of this can have it, because that was the end of her letter yesterday, basically saying the same thing. Yeah. I'm going to lay down here and take it from any of your listeners that want me. I want to oh. hear more about the bikini, though. I want to see it. Yeah, that's, you know. Now, on. here's my, here, okay, you and I are on the same wavelength. Right here. Here's the thing. <laughs> Any, anyone who has their bikini described as, but didn't fit right or barely fit, it's, it's not a, yes, it was. 
That's yeah. what he said oh, in the thing. He said that she That's showed right. up in a bikini, almost naked, that did not fit right. That tells me she's got a lot of uh, lumps and wads hanging out of places that shouldn't be, and she put something on that was ill-fitting. He was sugarcoating that did not fit right. Or, right, because he'd be afraid of her. I'd be or he her. could be saying that it was too small for her because it was barely covering she's stuff. So, yeah, it was like yeah. So, I mean, because, you know, crazy... Smoke show, Sometimes. they go hand in hand a lot of times. But, you know? all right, yes. I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm with you. you know, I'm with you. Crazy I'm smoke show. Yeah. Crazy slop show. True. Very true. Had a kid. Yeah. Had a miscarriage. So it's been pregnant a couple of times. Mm, true. True. But I, you know, when Maybe you more. caught it, I was kind of thinking on the line, along the lines what Brett was saying, that it didn't fit right. I thought, oh, well, she came in. That's what I was so hot yeah. that she was yeah. leaking out of this time. Yeah. That's I what I was Because thinking, yeah. I think you could still say it didn't fit right. Well, he could have said it just right. she shouldn't have been wearing a bikini. Devil's advocate. That was the sugar coating. Let's say that's true. Wouldn't then most of the guys at this whatever shop it is have taken their turn on her. I mean, if a hot wife shows no. up, oh yeah, no, that Brett and I are crazy in. came into the room. That's right, but you're out, and we are, that's fine. <laughs> you, you go ahead and film it. You and Chuck Toledo can watch. Brett and I are doing it. If a, if Come a, on, if a girl's so hot, oh my god, if why well, not? Just we, for the story, it's hilarious. Holmberg, <laughs> you you. Well, she's asked for it. She said that I didn't. I don't think I can give it to her any better than that guy. But it's worth a shot. Give it the old college yeah, shot. I'll give, it, I'll give it a run. If she's willing to take the time to show up at his work in the bikini and is so hot that she's leaking out of it, which is what we're... Right. This is the scenario we're presenting for this. Pretty, and she walks in and it's so hot, it barely stays on her. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, that's what I'm going with. Me, Joseph, Moynihan, <laughs> Trip. We're all in line. You're hurry Moynihan up. Moynihan, too? Wow. Oh, Moynihan. Oh, you know Moynihan's geez. taking any port in a storm. <laughs> Yeah, probably some of the ladies, too. All right, yeah. let's see if she wants this. If you no. don't know who the chick is, that's one thing. Okay, if but she's... But come on, if you knew all right. that chick crazy walks in, super hot, but she's married to a co-worker, you're still lining up and doing <laughs> yeah, it. for the story. Come Hilarious, on. great stuff, great stuff. No. If Ronnie came in here all like, hey, yeah. I've never been boned proper into it, we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew that, we just were waiting for the invite. You wouldn't line up. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't have to line up, she'd come to me. <laughs> Taking a number. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number 11. That's me. Out of the way, Bogan. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we're creating the scenario that she's so hot that the bikini just barely hung on. Yeah, I just think some, I'm just saying somebody at work is going to take advantage of that. Sure. I, I wouldn't right. doubt that. But I think in that scenario, you just, I mean, you can tell by this guy. Everybody knows she's came nuts. Into. Sure. Everybody yeah. knows And it was enough crazy. of like... I, uh, she's hot. But you don't I'm think not. Larry's going to take advantage of somebody wandering through the building going, I, I, no, I have no, no, you're right. I think Larry, somebody else. He'd strike out. <laughs> Everybody but you. He'd be How there. He'd strike out with her. He'd be there with a blanket. Let's let's get you covered up. I don't know. I think Larry would actually start swinging. <laughs> I don't know. He's got, he's got, he doesn't like crazy girls. I think even she'd be like, uh, I'll take uh, Jill and yeah, Kristen yeah, and John yeah, down there. Right. Like, you do your job. <laughs> yeah, Larry, this is a job for a man. <laughs> Trip would get involved. A trip would do it in two seconds. Oh yeah! Right, let me handle this. I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this. Yeah, I've turned him into like a sexual predator Scooby Doo. American Gigolo yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, giddy. That's all you hear in the office. Yeah. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> 
Next. Good luck following that up. You're like El DeBarge to my Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it's just, what a story, though. And it just keeps getting, and how, how we're involved, I don't know. But I, I'm getting, Brady was listening to me on oh, yeah. in the office, go, <laughs> and then he just started laughing. I'm like, I just got an email from one of the guys in the story. We could start a whole cast of this stuff. I mean, she'll be in next. She'll, she should be emailing tomorrow, I'm sure. I was waiting for her. I didn't. Ch- I haven't checked my emails till this morning. Uh, and actually, the last the email before I read that was a dude who just put his dog down. So it's kind of like, oh, poor, poor guy. And I had a nice little chat back and forth with him. And then, uh, <laughs> and then that one was the next one on the docket. <laughs> Anybody else work with this guy? How about the lady? Anybody work with a nutbag? Yeah, there you go. We need somebody on her side now. No, but let's let's go with her side for a second too. Now we've we've broken down the scenario that she's been driven to the point of walking down to work. Now she's zero for two if it's true that she's offered her body to multiple men to get him to feel like less than a man. Like she did it here on the station. Evidently, she walked in. We had this, many people try and take us up on it. Uh, here's my email address, bro. Which Send is it my over. point. Yeah, my point of yesterday going. If she's that hot, like you're saying, oh, I took it because our brains won't imagine. That's the reason midday uh, girls in radio work. It's because our brains don't want to go, she's probably gigantic. We all go, whoa. And that's why Front Butt always wins in, like, radio. Hey, everybody, it's Front Butt here. KSLX, how are you? You imagine the sex pop. Ladies are constantly on the radio trying to make you have sex with them. And very, that is a 0.2% of ladies in radio that are, come on. But they always try to have sex with you on the air. It's weird. Because uh, the male brain does exactly what we did with this. Right. Oh, and when I heard she was in a bikini, you don't picture slob. No. You don't picture unwashed crazy. You picture Christina Aguilera in her prime oh, yeah. on that cover of that magazine with her ass in the air in the water. Like, you picture the good stuff. That's what we all did. More than likely, it had crazy hair. Its lipstick was on its teeth and face. You know, smoky eye over its forehead and showed up in a bikini that was like everybody kind of turned their heads and went, whoa. Smelling like Marlboros yeah. and Jack Daniels. Yeah. She's got her RV sandwich hanging out the side of uh, the bikini, which uh, is when the guy, okay, this shouldn't uh, be. She should be, go put some clothes on her and get her back home. The other thing that keeps coming up on both sides of both stories is the miscarriage, mm-hmm. which I think. Right. Could be a factor of some of the. Well, that was only stories. once in the. And, and I don't know if you're confusing the after. two stories. Okay. Because the first one, she mentioned the miscarriage. The dude who worked did it. The other story of the guy who said it happened to him once said oh, after after the different... lady had the baby, she went nuts. Okay. So you're, don't 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 mix don't mix and match, or we'll get all messed up. Because yeah, the only time the miscarriage was mentioned was when she brought it up. And we've you know, and that can make somebody nuts. Sure can. Postpartum can make a woman insane. We've seen that. Uh, but let's think about her. Like, maybe her husband's been having homosexual relationships with her family the entire time. And she's kind of deep down known about it and then had to see it. And she's been turning a blind eye to it. It's enough to drive a, a person crazy, That you know, this kind of thing. I have a gay listener that uh, told me... Uh, Yesterday, he said, nobody gets converted to gay. This guy was gay the whole time. She married a closeted gay guy, probably realized it early on, uh, and then knew her brother was gay. And he thought, oh, he could have the best of both worlds, had his married life and his gay life all in one package, and probably thought to himself, nobody's going to talk about this. Also, 
Uh, I can testify, he says. There are plenty of gay dudes in Phoenix, and I've banged almost all of them. <laughs> uh, and her brother, uh, you're telling me out of all these guys in Phoenix that are gay, is the only one this guy could find? That's an a-hole brother. You don't steal out of the family garden. And if you're the Boy. family, you don't go back to that. I feel like there's a lot more to this story. It's probably true. Nathan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nathan, there's no question. Congratulations on having sex with almost all the gays. But the typical guy thinks of, you know, like, you talk about the miscarriages and stuff. You think of, like, you know, celebrities that have miscarriages, like Megan Fox and yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Right. And they turned out great. But that's uh, well, we don't know the that. guy's mental. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as, like, looking good oh, in yeah. a bikini. Oh, so it would be, okay. That's a guy's point of Megan view. Megan Fox like, oh, yeah. shows up in a bikini and says, I haven't been proper in the last 12 years. And Larry's her husband. <laughs> Anybody want a piece of this? We'll be like... Now serving? <laughs> yes. Hey, guys. I know. Try not to f*** my wife today. That's going to be hard to do. She's here in a bikini and she's asking for it. So we're going to have to go ahead. And, it's a trap. I think we're going to have to go ahead and f*** your wife for a little bit. All right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're picturing in our heads. Is that, oh, yeah. yeah of course. Uh, it's know, the male you know, mind. Alexandra Ambrosio shows up and says, I need to get, you know, it's the porn. We watch too much porn. But from her perspective, maybe this guy has been just so screwed up and she's been living this fake life and known it and then had it like now it's confirmed and she went nuts. Although it doesn't bode well for her that the history of this is that her his co-workers say she's shown up naked and offered her services in the past because that fits the M.O. of the letter. We, oh, this is just all good. More, more and more. I want to hear from the brother. Meaty. We'll hear from the brother right after this. I feel like uh, Maury Povich or Jerry Springer. This is awesome. Yeah, this has some meat on the bone, and it covers everything 2024 loves. She wants that meat on the bone, yeah, too, she apparently. Does. Sex, troubled relationship, homosexuality, the workplaces involved. Dirty. Dude's favorite radio stations involved. How long until we're interviewed for a Netflix documentary? I mean, it's, it's got to be right around the corner. The only better part of this is if one of them's in a, in a plane wreck and I see it on air disasters. And <laughs> My God. Almost had one air flight 27.5. Yeah. Is that plane that had to turn around? Uh-uh. Did it uh, make it? Boston flight diverted. The wing was damaged. Enough so the guy lifts up his uh, little window uh, sleeve and then sees that wing. It was flaking off oh, the yeah. front part Thumbs of the wing. Off. That's no good. They, you don't want to they landed safely. Yeah. <laughs> you don't land that one, though. Wing flag. Was it, it wasn't from gay sex or anything or some crazy lady running around in a bikini. It was a lady in a bikini that was on the wing anyway. <laughs> pulling parts off. Tune in tomorrow for more of Days of This Crazy Bitch's Life and Her Gay Husband. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. So you got that going for you today. We'll keep you up to date as best we can. But I want to hear from more coworkers. And now, by the way, this Justin guy who's emailed me and said that he's he might be just helping out his friend. I want to hear from someone else at that. Uh, I almost said the name of the place. The place where they're working. Uh, who was there the day bikini-clad nutbag showed up? And Justin, if you're listening, uh, you go ahead and tell me whether or not you were being nice or mean about how she looked in the bikini. Yeah, and pictures speak a thousand words. Oh yeah, somebody snapped a shot of yeah. the, the loot. In this day and age, you oh, don't yeah. show up in a bikini and offer your vagina to your husband's coworkers, and somebody's not filming that. I need the video. If you want me to be your lawyer, I need to. See, I need all the full disclosure. 
Man, oh, man. If we hear from one of her girlfriends, then maybe you got... She doesn't have any friends. Exactly. <laughs> she doesn't have... <laughs> Most normal girls don't have friends that like that's each That's all it would take. It would throw for a curve there if we did, but I don't yeah. think that's happening. All women have, like, one close friend that they've not been friends with a couple of times and another and a couple other, like, hangout friends. But for the most part, you don't have, like, the, the sisterhood sticking up for each other or whatever. It's not a thing. And usually the friends don't come out until, like, there's a... Well, in this case, she probably has them. This yeah. is the... They take them to Sedona, and they have their uh, groove back session, and that's when the friends start hanging out is when the worst-case scenario happens, and they can all kind of congregate over her misery. And then they all find other people, and they're not friends anymore. I could be wrong, but it just seems like it sounds like someone snapped. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's some snapping going on. And there wasn't anything coming back from it. Like, to me, she's completely exonerated if she did, in fact, walk in on her husband and her brother having anal. That would snap anyway. That would pretty much make anybody go bananas. However, hearing that she's done this the before. The way the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if, you know, giving away your vagina for free to any, any I was going to say any comer, but <laughs> like anybody that shows up. Yeah, that's a bit of a, that's snapping beyond. And especially if you've used that weapon before. She throws her big Montana out there every time there's trouble at home. <laughs> man, oh, man. I, I got to get Katrina's number to these people. She's going to be a billionaire. Get that therapist over there immediately and start to talking and write the book. You're right. Keith uh, Morrison's going to show up. and I understand that she talked to you for a little while. Oh, did she? Yeah, I got emails, Keith. Well, let's take a look because everyone in the situation was slaughtered. And Eggleston's thrown in a twist here. Could the co-worker that wrote in be the gay husband trying to save face? I hope not, but the plot thickens. Gold. Man. Is he the guy is who he just is yeah. This is my best friend. And he's setting... Oh, that's... Or is it the brother? That's good writing, The brother Dave. could be doing it, too. Oh! Oh! Man! Oh, oh. It, Justin may be some sort of a fake. <laughs> some... Some... Deek to try to make us talk about her in a bad way without being the guy. Oh, because when you think about it, ooh, who jumps to the defense that quickly in this situation? Most normal people are like, I'm staying out of it. Staying out of the middle of it. That's good writing right yeah. there. That could be that it's the guy himself. I work with him. Or the brother, too. And he was kind of, yeah. oh, oh. Oh, he was sort of yeah, tiptoeing around <laughs> saying anything bad about her, which would be a dude who's a... <laughs> Welcome back to more <laughs> of Gaze of Our Life. <laughs> that I love. Justin's not real. <gasps> oh, this is... We could have... Like, soap operas are dead. You start one with this? Oh, man. I've been working with him for 30 years at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been open <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I'm going with that one. The, the big reveal is that Justin isn't a real guy. He just took it. And it's me. It's Michael, the gay. Oh, and I hate my wife. Like, oh, God. Oh. Huge reveal. Took his mask off. There is no Justin. It's the actual guy. He's my best friend. Right. Because currently, right now, I wait for the dust to settle 
before. Uh, even Mark, who I've been best friends with since fifth grade, this starts happening. I'm like, let's just, I'm going to keep out of this for a minute. I'm not firing off to the media the next day. Uh-oh, ambulance going by. I think we all know what just happened. It's Justin. <laughs> it's, it's Justin. Fire truck Quotes, first. Quotes Justin. Yeah, I know. I saw the fire truck first. There's trouble on the freeway. There's fire? Oh, there's, yeah. And the dude had an awful lot of information about, she tried to light him on fire once. And Justin is him. Oh, I love this. Ooh. Anyway, more to come. <laughs> we that's, that's what her brother said. Her brother said the same thing. More to come. All right. Well, I'm looking at my emails, and I'm hoping for more. But this has been a hell of a week already. <laughs> so, dude, it couldn't be more bold and beautiful. What is the, Who's writing this script? <laughs> this is awesome. Is there even a brother? Jason Schwartz says. Ooh, oh, I don't know if that's... Oh! Oh. Well, wouldn't... if Then Justin, quotey fingers Justin, would have emailed in and said, there, she doesn't even have a brother. It is nuts. Yeah. Maybe the story's... Alan, great... We have a whole writer's room going... Says maybe the story's just made up and the kid isn't his, and she, who evidently is willing to sleep around on a whim, is trying to cover her tracks before he finds out. Oh. <laughs> Phil says, sell this to Lifetime. It's their kind of movie, man. It's perfect. It is. Got the gay. You got everything. Yo, man, oh man. Man, put it um around Christmas time. This could be a Hallmark sizzle. Oh. The holidays. But the bad thing is the Hallmark Sizzler has to have a happy ending. This is going to end in tragedy. There's no way this one comes together at the holidays. Well, I mean, everybody's going to come together, but it's not going to be the way you think. Uh, This one says, I like the alleged cheating brother to call in, please, and give his side of the story. She said, I've been away for a little while. The day I start listening again, this starts. You can't get this any other station. It's true. No other radio station. Like Beth's doing this? Yeah, no. And you know, I got to say, thanks for trusting us, you guys, because no other radio station has become this comfortable with its audience that we get involved in this kind of stuff. I don't think Izzy down there is getting, well, she's probably getting a whole lot of I bang my brother's Well, yeah, but I mean, that's yeah. consensual. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, that's usually a giveaway. But then it's You're my brother. A, Here you go. And it's a happy ending. Eighth caller gets to f- my family. As the trailer park turns. <laughs> right, it is. This is good stuff. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, you're not getting this on the Beth show. She would dodge this like the plague. And by the way, very rarely do they say, hey, Beth's my favorite morning show, my husband's favorite morning show, and I caught him, my brother, I'm going to tell. Crazy. <laughs> but the other guy seemed legit. The guy that emailed and said that he was just having a beer with a friend, and that guy's wife went nuts and accused them of being gay together because they hung out too much. You do have to be careful. I had a friend who used to lie to his wife about going to hang out with his buddies. Like his friends were in an affair. Because she hated when the friends would get together. And then so she started to accuse him of things that weren't real. And would follow him to go hang out. Like I like golf or just go watch a game or hang out at a bar or whatever. And she wasn't going to follow him to see if he was telling her the truth. She just didn't want him hanging out with anybody but her. Didn't Somehow, like his friends. That's like a get, psycho bitch. It's a, it's a psycho bitch. Yeah. yeah, that the fact that wait a minute, he's having more fun with them. Right. Than she was. She was second me. place. Right. She could not handle the idea that he had interests outside of her, 
Uh, and it, it comes down to her being so insecure that she assumed he's just going to go, hey, life's better when she's not around and leave. Yeah. So, But then she, you know, made that a reality. He, But again, he's a decent, normal person. He didn't see this at first. Once he locked her down, she went nuts. And then he cucked around with her for a couple of years and then bailed out. And she was she went kind of crazy. Again, kid. Had the kid and then lost her mind. Lost her mind. And I don't know what kind of thing that is with that post-baby thing. But, like, just no. And maybe it should be something we look into a little more before you put a baby in a lady. Again, Brad, high five. Oh, psh. Let's hear from the kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait. Kid writes a That letter. kid can email. <laughs> your dad and your uncle were uh, boning in the kitchen. How do you feel today, son? This guy says, uh, Cody says, come on, Junos, use your Hollywood hookups and make this story a movie. Like, all right. I don't control the media. Come on, Weinstein, let's get this going. I don't have any of these. Stop it. If it were a Hallmark Christmas movie, it's called Homo for the Holidays. No, that's not true, David. We can't do that. This one says, call the company because you know who it is and ask for Justin. I ain't getting involved like that. I ain't reaching out. I'm, I'm merely receiving, much like the brother. I'm just catching here. I'm not going to start pushing back. No way. If it, if it comes to me, I'll report back to you. I'm, I'm not trying. I am not doing any investigating. Or next thing you know, that sloppy fat lady is going to show up in a bikini oh, and start yeah. to offer banging everybody. And i got to watch Trip Nailer. I'll do it. <laughs> Guys, there's someone in the front lobby. <laughs> she says, you know her? <laughs> huh? It's not pretty. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Super hot wife shows up in a bikini. That's what I'm going with. And Until so, proven different. I mean, the teasing. Can you imagine? And, and the dude stayed with her. The humility. Uh, humiliation, not the humility. Humility that, that guy went through. Well, that's humiliation. Humility is that he's very uh, humble. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. I'm going to show a lot of humility here, guys. That's my wife. That's my beautiful wife over there offering up her vagina services to all of you. But uh, the teasing. I mean, imagine if anybody had their wife show up here at work. Like Toledo's wife shows up. Imagine the beating he takes verbally. I mean, it would be a couple of days before the first joke. Between us, it would be an hour and a half before the first joke flies. On the air, 48 hours. We'd, give it, we'd, we'd let the body cool, and then we'd start. Your wife's not going to show up here and try to f*** all of us again, is she? I mean, it would be, you would, man, you would be, like, humiliated. It would be unbelievable. You'd have to quit your job. You'd have to leave. You couldn't. Your wife shows up in a bikini and says, who wants it? Because that That's guy can't I, give it to me, and you stick around. Yeah, you can't go back to. You can't go back to normal with your coworkers, especially if it's a bunch of guys. If it's a safe office space where everybody just shuts up, but if it's like a man's job, like mechanics or. And I happen to know that it is. <laughs> that it's a man's job. He's going back to not now, but before when she showed up in the bikini, he's they tease him about that every once in a while, you know. The shop jokester will throw out the thing. Like, I don't piss him off. His wife will show up and try to f*** all of us again. And the next thing you know, it's, all right, that's enough. And now he's got this under his belt. Keep your eyes open. Sorry you're going through this, but again, two sides. What a story. I love starting my day with this stuff.
I'm going to chronicle all this. And you guys are going to see me smoking a pipe with an ascot on going. When I wrote the film, I felt that I had a lot of imagination. It was like, I'm going to be making money off of this. Let's get a wake up song for gays of our lives. Uh, five eight five nine eight hundred, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. Ninety eight KUPD. morning sickness. Morning sickness. Wednesday morning, a beautiful one where uh, I'm. Everybody's emailing in about this tragedy we've got on gays of our lives. Uh, David says, let me start by saying this. I think there's a twist to this story that you're not telling us. John, does Megan have a brother? What if the letter, he tells the ESSA listeners, what if the letter was actually from Megan and you're doing all this to lead up to your big reveal that you're no longer a pristine gay and you got caught boning Megan's brother? The Mm. plot, it thickens. No way. (laughs) I'm not into bald dudes. So, I know it's weird, right? And Megan hasn't come in here in a bikini anytime, you know, <laughs> right. re- recently. So you know, oh, you'd hose it. <laughs> well, if you're taking it back, pretty solid. In a bikini would be like, yeah, trip would come running down the hall like a yeah, running back, just <laughs> trip four at, three forty. Yeah. <laughs> trip was at my house the other day. It was a great thing, and it, we're just talking and grabbing grapefruit. Megan had a half shirt that said Aerosmith on it. Nice shirt. And I'm like, you're not looking at the shirt because I have no idea what's on that shirt. And then we just, <laughs> and then he took grapefruits and he left. It did look nice. <laughs> and Megan's on the phone. We're not even, like, she's in a distance. They're, we're not even near each other. And he decided to go over there and go, take his chances. <laughs> I know you're not satisfied. I can see it in your eyes and in your husband. <laughs> <laughs> He's handing her a card. If you ever need any help, you know. Trip service. Yeah. This one says, uh, I think uh, the gay husband story, I think she's only looking, the wife, at the dark side of the story. (laughs) Uh, She has had many Thanksgivings with her brother sitting on her husband's lap at the dinner table and thinking, something going on here. I think that too. I I don't think you can go 11 years with a... Gay brother and a gay husband having an affair behind your back and not see something that you're like, wait a tick. Will you two quit it? The tickling has got to stop. Uh, Donovan says, hey, John, is that lady who's uh, offering up her services bone and fat broken douche combat vets? I'm not proud. <laughs> Face like mine, you got to ask. <laughs> ask dick and fart guy to help you get laid. That's where I am. I'm into crazy chicks. The possibility of waking up with a knife in my chest, that kind of does something for me. Donovan, if she emails back, I'll fire it over there because anything for her vets, I think. I like that you're a fat, broken, lazy, douche vet. I think that's how you describe yourself. But Describes half, half this building, too. Man. Oh, if she showed up here, I like the, we don't know the guy, so I think the law, it depends on how she, if she's, if she's got the. Like you said, the Megan Fox look. The equipment. And yeah. she wanders into the bikini and says, I haven't been satisfied in years. There is sort of a, there's a crazy element to hot girls that go too far too fast. We've witnessed that. It won't take long for a line to line up Th- there was candidates. A, no. I say that. 
you know, I'd, be, I'd hop on for the stories. And I'd, I think it would be great. I don't know if I'd have the ability. There's The story almost gets better, though, because when I, there was a situation here in this building once when I was a free and easy single for a period of time. And uh, that beautiful person in this city sent me underwear. And we all went, uh-oh, call the authorities. <laughs> we were worried that it was going to be a murder. Like, it wasn't a normal move. So when somebody goes too far, and, and then, you know, of course, turns out insane. <laughs> and we had that nutbag that showed up that we all, yeah, Chuck Powell, said, she's adorable. She's out there and she wants to meet you guys. And she turned out thinking that I was a shapeshifter and that there was a satanic version of me and a real version of me. And she couldn't discern which was what. And me, and we're sitting in an office where they're like, but you're so you're so hot. <laughs> like, you're you're really hot. What are you talking about shapeshifting and Am I a what? Am I a wind talker? What the hell? It's the first thing I think of when I heard when you're telling the story when she came to the which yeah and that, the bikini. that chick yeah I just thought of that that was the that's still that just it, it's weird how it removes things yeah but we did have you know we were like oh come on John you got you, you got to do this everybody was pushing me to still like you got to yeah. do it what was that that was years ago and we we're all laughing about it but. It took us 30 minutes to realize this isn't healthy crazy. This is dangerous crazy. Turns out, I don't know if Brett wasn't on the air. It was a no. weekend. She shows up at the station with a suitcase full of rocks and her underwear, chucking rocks at the building, screaming, I know he's in there. I know he's in there. That was the amazing thing is that after all that talk, she said, I have the bags packed. The kids are in the car. Are you coming with us? She packed twice. Yeah. And I'm like, you have what? And that's when I'm like, all right, you need to go. My bags are packed. The kids are in the car. Either you're the real John Holmberg or you're Satan's version. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm what then? The kids are in the car. Are you coming? Because I know I talked to you last night. And I'm like, nobody talked to me last night. And that was when the the fun of it all went away and the realization of, oh, no. And she was nuts for a while. We had pictures of her all over the place. It was crazy. Good interview, though. Her name was Lisa. It was a look again for the story. Would I do it again? Yeah. Like that was a fun (laughs) story. It was a fun story. Adorable. Like, you know, tiny, you know, all smiles. Hair was done. Wearing boxers. Our old, well, that was the second time. The first time she was dressed like a normal person. And our boss, who's seen, he was probably 100 years old at that point. There's an adorable girl here in the front that wants to meet you. She's just cute as can be. (laughs) Okay, we'll wait till the show's over. She'll wait. Oh, she waited. (laughs) Had the car running in the parking lot. With no kids in it, but I was just going to say, how were the kids? Were the kids sitting there waiting for a? She had shapeshifted. They were mine, evidently, and I, yeah, I had shapeshifted into a different form. And she said, and that was the first thing: you don't look the same as you did last night. And I'm like, I don't. And it was all kind of like these blank moments where you're you think you're dealing with somebody normal, so they say something that doesn't make sense, and you're kind of like, huh? And you don't realize crazy immediately. You don't look the same as when we talked last night. I'm like, we talked last night. You know, we talked last night. I'm like, all right, what? Okay. It's, you know, it's the hot girl thing. Yeah. We talked about it a little yesterday. You know, I'm Swedish, but if you're hot and you call me Swiss, it's a pass. If you're ugly, I'm going to correct you. <laughs> That's basically, <laughs> ah, you're fine. So you're Swiss? Good enough. That's SW. Sure. I know. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to make you feel bad. You're beautiful. A pig says, so you're Swiss? No, you dumbass. Buy a map. <laughs> you better start to learn to tell better stories because nobody wants to look at you. That's, yep. just, that's how hard it is to be a woman. That's how guys are. 
This one says, you should email the chick back and tell her to come down to the station in a bikini to tell her side on the air. <laughs> I bet you she's been in one of our MILF contests. Oh, probably. Uh, then take pics. If she looks like Brady, though, don't take pics and just kick her out. See, that's how it is. It's for is we'll tolerate you if you yeah, look. We would have your smoke shown that we're though in. in the letter. We'll sit through dumb and crazy if you're really hot, but if you're not, we're going to correct you or we're going to ask you to leave. <laughs> Put something on. So you're a Swiss man? No, you're Swiss cheese. Get out. <laughs> Audrey said it, and I was like, I should fix this, but eh. she seems to be midstream in the sentence. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> How are your allergies? Are you doing all right with allergies? Kirby's allergies doing all right? Kirby's getting rocked. Is she getting beat up? Uh, you're doing okay. Hammered. Are you getting beat I'm, up Yeah, too? pretty good. It's starting to bloom. Allergy meds every morning. Just to let you know, it might not be allergies because I, I don't know if I had an allergy attack last week. My head felt like it was going to explode. I, still a little stuffy. Uh, a Florida man thought he had allergies and then couldn't breathe and got really bad. And started, I started to choke on the post-nasal drip. Like, <clears throat> he's choking at night. Yeah. Like, this is bad. And so we went to the doctor to say, like, I need to get checked out here. Uh, didn't have allergies after all. Uh, ended up with um, 150 living bugs that were ah! in- inside his nose. Bigger uh, than it, it, – it wasn't maggots. It was larvae, larvae. Right? Yeah, it was it like was worms, so basically, like baby worms. Of some sort. Maggot-type thing. Yeah. We've seen videos of that. Yeah. It says, over a couple hours, my face started to swell up. I thought I was having a uh, sinus attack. I could hardly talk. I couldn't get up. Uh, to go to the bathroom, my nose would start bleeding immediately. Like, wow, these allergies are bad. Uh, the doctor looked inside his nose with a camera and saw dozens and dozens of bugs feeding on the sinus cavity, some as big as the end of a pinky finger. <laughs> Everybody just looked at their pinky finger. <laughs> you can't pick that a out. Thick larva. Look, Man, you didn't blow your feet. nose once and go, "Whoa, it's moving!" Like, give me some answers here. Yeah, how to get up there? Doctor said I knew this guy was in big trouble. There was erosion that was occurring near the skull base, proximity to his eye and his brain. I knew he was in trouble. You think? Yeah, <laughs> they were right up against the skull base, right under the brain. Had they gone through, it would have killed him. The bugs have since been uh, sent to an. Uh, epidemiologist to determine their species he's going to make a full recovery but uh you know as a man with a giant nose i worry that pinky sized bugs can climb into my head without me realizing it isn't allergies so just before you just brush it off as you know a claritin you've day. got the mgm grand oh my god I've, these are the sweets you can house these are lot. bug sweets i could have a tarantula in there and not know Got the Rain Man suite up there. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's dancing. It's the hangover. There's Mike Tyson playing a piano. I, I, for bugs, that scared me to death. As a big-nosed man, that scared me to death. And I worry about that kind of stuff because, you know, you never know when that stuff's going to happen. And then, oh, give me my days of our lives music. All right. Finally, something amazing and interesting is happening. In the world of women's basketball. Juicy. Juicy indeed. Have you been following the Ashley Scoggin story? The Nebraska player that's suing Nebraska because uh, her and the coach were each other. And then she said that she felt like it it became mandatory. That's what you get in, like, if you had an all-gay football team eventually the dudes are going to start each other 
So with girls basketball, it was a matter of time. Now, a few of the girls have married each other. Brittany Griner married a, a player. Like, you would never have that in the pros. It's like, there's Mikkel Bridges. He's guarding his husband, Grayson Allen. It's just not, a, it's just not prominent in men's sports because it's not for gay, ex- like, prominently gay players. There's probably gay players, but prominently gay players. The, the girls basketball is like 90% gay. Their own admission that a lot of it's gay. So it was a matter of time before we started to have, like, not only, like, teammates boning each other, but stories about it. Now a lawsuit. This Ashley Scoggin was a guard for, she played for Nebraska women's basketball team, filed a civil lawsuit and said her coach, Amy Williams, uh, didn't take proper action after, or the school didn't take proper action after they found out that she was having a relationship. Uh, yeah. Scoggin the Scoggin. Oh, wait, this one says it was with a guy. I thought it was with her girl coach. Well, that's no good if she's just boning one of the guy coaches. Well, come on. That's why they've never taken oh, I was going to say, what a waste. Coach. Look. That's her. She's hot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, what a waste. This one said the original story said that she was having sex with her coach. It turns out it was the assistant. That's a, that's a, Mrs. That's a nice couple, too. Yeah, that, why are we upset about this? How is this guy expected to ignore her? Still a good story and finally something interesting in women's basketball. Again, the dude coaches are going to bang the hot the straight ones. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, evidently this coach kind of honed in on Scoggin. His, I can't blame can't him. can't either. Oh. And eventually the relationship became sexual. She was afraid to back out for fear of retaliation if she refused to participate. She didn't like the, I, she didn't like the two-a-days? I saw Coach Love and Scoggin and assumed girl basketball was girl coaches. Well, it's not nearly as interesting, but she is kind of hot. She's put together pretty well. She showed up at your work in a bikini and said, somebody satisfy me. Somebody's going to do it. How do you turn down Chuck Love? Love. I'm Chuck Love, baby. I'm Ashley. How you doing? I'm Chuck Love. (laughs) I'm your defensive coach. Coach Love? Which yeah. is, here's what we're going to do. you got to get down in that position, lower your legs, get down in a squat position, and now defend yourself against this dick here. All right, here it comes. <laughs> Try to keep it out the hole. Block it. I'll stick your head in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> More pole drills. <laughs> Man. The only thing you got to defend yeah. is against my sweet ass being on top of you. She's solid. Yeah. It's finally interesting girls basketball news, though. Uh, they filed the suit and said the university doesn't comment. Now, I had assumed my bad. I didn't see Chuck Love. I saw and got real excited about the fact that lesbians are going to play together. Beulah Ballbreaker is what yeah, I was thinking. Kind of hope you but no, it turns out Chuck Love is having sex with her. But it's still good girl basketball news, and we need that. So now, can you have men coaching First girls basketball? I know. Because that would be tough. You got the hot heterosexual. She seems a little interested. All the other girls are lesbians. I There's think- love triangles all over girls basketball, and I think the WNBA needs to focus in on that. The love triangles that go, because when I found out Brittany Griner had her wife playing for another team, well, this could get interesting. Did they ever settle the, the paternity case? No, I think that uh, okay. I think that got silly. And <laughs> that stayed sideways for a while because judges don't know what to do when two women are having a paternity suit. <laughs> it's a different time, but yeah, that was and that was when the WNBA was super interesting. It ha- it was trying so hard to be like the NBA. They actually had a paternity case. Someone was denying fatherhood, even in the WNBA, and I think lost. But they need to. That's that's what makes their game more interesting. The NFL is all about soap operas. I mean, Taylor and uh, Travis. That whole thing's gotten so 
crazy and, you know, you always have these side stories. It's more than just the game. The WNBA wants you to focus on the game, which is terrible. Start throwing in some of these relationship issues. Have Kevin Ray call the game for the Mercury again and go, you know, they used to date, so there's some bad blood here. <laughs> and now I'm interested. Like, are they going to throw punches? Can I get some mic'd up moments between her and her ex-wife? That's good stuff. They won't do it because they're cowards. That old league stinks like that. But if they're going to start having sex with each other, I mean, I'd be more interested if, if you know, if you were watching football, Patrick Mahomes, he was picked off by uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, they have a gay relationship and things are not going well. We'll be right back with more of the third quarter. Like, ooh, what did he say? Patrick Mahomes and Minka are having sex? It adds a little something. And it's going to happen. There was a team, um, a woman's team, that they, I'm not sure if it was WNBA or college, they were going out and it was accepted. They yeah, they got married. Still was coach and player. Oh, look, the one thing about a WNBA championship parade is how it ends, which is just a scissor dance at the bar Lesbos. It is just all, there is no way those chicks are spending that much time together and not just getting it on. At least that's what I like to imagine. Finally, it's an interesting idea. You know, the most interesting time golf ever had was in golf. When Tiger Woods was getting smashed with golf clubs and driving around high as a kite because he had his story. Banging per- Perkins, per- Perkins waitresses with their tampons flying out windows. We didn't. That's the most interesting golf has ever been. The most interesting the Phoenix Suns have ever back been. Back when he was a winner. Yeah, back when the guy. And then when they took all that away from him, now he can't even stay on the course. For, he gets the flu real easy. He's barely walking. His back spasms out. You give him Perkins whores and some Percocet, and this dude will dominate golf again in his 50s. The most interesting the Phoenix Suns have ever been, ever, there's, there's, a, there's a 1 and a 1A with this, is not on the basketball court. It's the Steve Nash story. That is, and everyone knows it. It's the best sports story this city has ever had. Steve Nash's wife has a baby. Nobody knows if it's true or not, but everybody knows it. That the baby comes out, he divorces her in the delivery room. He was going to wait to see what popped out. Rumor has it it was Leandro Barbosa or uh, for Jason Richardson. I don't remember. I think that might have been the other guy. There was a couple of dudes. And they get shuttled out of town within a week. They're gone. Traded immediately. Like, just no rumor of it before, and then they're gone. Now, it's weird because Leandro and Steve are, they've been in the same buildings a few times and on the same coaching staffs. And so you kind of think maybe that's not it. But he divorced her. And so who knows what's true? But we love and no that. one's asked him yet. No, we love that stuff. The second most interesting the Suns have ever been is when they were horrible. Then COVID happens. They go down to that bubble dome in Florida. Evidently, the entire team has group sex with one girl, and they go 8-0 in the bubble and almost make it into playoffs. <laughs> Remember that? that Hire the whores. Yeah. And she goes on a podcast and says, yeah, I f- all of the Phoenix Suns, all of them. In one day, they were lined up in the hotel room at the bubble. And the big thing the NBA said, nobody was supposed to be in that bubble. Oh, they snuck us in. No outsiders. With the, it was COVID protocol. It looks like they weren't keeping their distance. Yeah. The whole team f- this girl. The sun shouldn't even been there. They were horrible. And they got invited last minute. And they go 8-0 in the bubble and almost make it into the playoffs. The only other story that uh, Suns lore is uh, losing a big sponsor. 
One of their major sponsors. One of their yeah, the guy, the one of their nickname employees. Uh, <laughs> got involved with yeah. the wife. Starts boning one of their their name sponsors. One of the guys on the phones the wife of a sponsor. Suddenly, those signs are missing from They're the building. They're gone. They're gone. Like, gone. We, we lost the sponsorship. <laughs> Take the signs down, and you can't work here anymore. How about the Suns drug scandal in the eighties? Uh, the stuff we do, like the WNBA needs to lean in. On the fact that their players are probably f- each other or a couple of the man coaches. I'd have popcorn in the front row if I was like, oh, she used to date her. And it ended badly because she cheated with the Center for the Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we really like. And we act like we don't have my sportsman. No, we like, we like deep down as much as we were annoyed by Taylor Swift. It was great conversation. We like talking about it. It was at every Super Bowl party. There was the fours and against, and it, we like that. We like the divisive nature of like, oh, she loves the Taylor Swift. I'm going to boo every time Taylor's on just to get that person upset. We love that stuff. Soap opera within the game. The game is fun, but it's the reason the WWE is so successful. No, it's hillbilly soap opera. Make them up with some gems. Baseball? What's the greatest baseball story you know? I bet you it's not about baseball. Because the best one I know is that Kevin Costner and Cal Ripken might have had a fight because one of them saw the other boning a lady that shouldn't have been getting boned by one of them. And then rain out. Somehow or another, the sprinklers wouldn't turn off in Baltimore and they had to cancel the game. To keep his streak alive. To keep Cal Ripken's incredible Lou Gehrig streak alive. People, and no one shot that one People down, say yeah. it's not true, but now that Kevin Costner's going through his divorce and evidently might have impregnated somebody on the set of Yellowstone, but that's not confirmed. You're like, maybe Kevin was in on this thing. Was Jules it, fine with it. Was it Cal banging Kevin's wife or Kevin banging? Other way around. Kevin was Kevin banging was, Cal's yeah. wife in a hotel. I had heard Wasn't they it? were, he went over there. They were friends. Great story. And he went over to the house and was hanging oh. out with them. Because I think it was around the time. Well, Kevin had a house in Baltimore, or no? Oh, it was I Cal's see. House. house in Baltimore. Gotcha. And I think uh, the film Good Tin, story. right around Tin Cup or something around that. I don't know. But he went over there, and Cal says, "I got to go to the ballpark," and he forgot something. Comes back around, has to turn around. Kevin's already something. knee deep. Yeah, walked Man. in. On see, now these are good stories. The lure of it all. You know how I know I'm right about this? When you think about the Los Angeles Lakers and Magic John, which has popped in your mind. <laughs> how did it happen? <laughs> You're not thinking about that amazing no-look pass to Vlade Divac in, in the 91 finals. You're, like, You're not thinking. You think Isaiah Thomas and him might have gotten into a pile and somebody had some infected, uh, you know, packages. Come on, Cook. They had to get to eight. The parties. <laughs> The magic parties. Sex parties in Los Angeles through the 80s. Magic Johnson was drafted in 1979 and retired in like 1991 or two, whenever it was, when he got the HIV. That was the epicenter for not only cocaine and partying, but the AIDS thing. Come on, Cook. Cook. You get me all meat, Cook. Whatever party you think you'd have in the Midwest or something. Put it on steroids in L.A. Whatever party you learn from, oh, yeah. you learn from the master, Jerry Buss. Exactly the coke and the alcohol. Again, that's why I said that I didn't like the Greatest Night in Pop documentary. It's not. It's 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 a fluff piece. It's terrible, actually. When you watch it for like, oh, this is supposed to be what happened. You guys are 
full of The only thing that made We Are the World possible was cocaine. Period. Zero. End of story. Without the Also, that room full of people, 40 superstars of the time, not getting paid. (laughs) Trust me. Great night. Shaking hands, leaving the building five minutes afterwards. Not all of them. That's a rap gang. Waylon Jennings didn't care about feeding Africans. He left because they were going to speak Swahili. He was there for the cocaine. The reason why Diana Ross was crying at the end. (laughs) And said, out. I didn't want this night to end. Right, because you got nowhere to go and you're not tired. Somebody took the last bump. (laughs) Cocaine is gone. Yeah, we're all going home now. (laughs) Cocaine's gone. I think we've got children. That whole thing. The whole thing. Hell, even Dan Aykroyd showed up. Dan Aykroyd was there. That's proof everybody was on coke. Dan Aykroyd was there. You're on coke. They're all mad. Who invited Steve Perry? That dude. <laughs> Steve Perry has a vacuum. Stop saying yeah. That dude's nose. You don't want that at a coke party. That's like asking me at a coke party. Like, Great. He's going to hog. We are the world. His line done early. And all of its beauty and glory and charitable everything was fueled and brought to you by Colombian dust. I don't like documentaries that lie to me, but yeah. So you start thinking about things that are interesting. I like girls' basketball when it when it starts turning into sexy time. Like if I could get a Sophie Cunningham story about the Mercury, I text my sales guy at the Suns, and I said, "Hey, uh, just out of the blue, I said, hey, um, why don't you knock out a pair of season tickets for me for the Mercury this summer?" And he te- and I said, I'm really dying for like the sweets and the, the full package. Hit me hit me for the whole deal. And he texts back, he goes, Holmberg, really? I didn't think you would be interested in that. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. I just wanted to have you as a salesperson know what it felt like for the very first time to have someone actually request season tickets to the Mercury. <laughs> and I, just, I was doing it for your, you know, for He's you. Like, well, you got it. Yeah, because I call back, it was the same thing. Oh, it you, was, really? Are you look, serious? I text Dylan a lot. About like things, and he he usually takes a little while to get back to me. When I hit him with, "Hey, can I have Mercury season tickets?" I know in the sales department over at the Suns Mercury, the pressure is on for the sales guys to have Mercury numbers. It's the same thing we've got here in our sales staff. KUPD, KSLX, it's fine. You got to sell the other stations. Like you have to include that sports station now and you've got numbers. You a budget you have to hit for even the cruddy stations, and it's true. And, and it's, you know, they're good deals most of the time you can get. But uh, let's be honest. They don't really want to waste their time selling Bob Kemp's show at all <laughs> uh, over at the sports. We have a sports Well, it's station. probably Nobody similar to what they do, the WNBA, the incentive. Okay, you know what? Right. We'll split it with you. Yeah. We'll go 50-50. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You sell that? The person who sells the most Mercury season tickets gets a free weekend at Lesbos, the Isle of Lesbos, just off the Greek coast. It's probably like trying to sell Kiss 1230 back in the day. You got a huge percentage. If you it was sold throw-ins. It. Brady knows. It's like, yeah. all right, and we'll throw in some, some additional on Kiss 1230. You didn't try. You, you're, you had to hit some. Back then, they didn't Added the coverage. Out. Right. Yeah, we're getting more people. But you didn't have a budget for 1230. Like, no. The way they do here now. No. And I guarantee you that the Sun Sales Department has a budget to sell Mercury tickets. How much can a season... Of, of sweets at the at the Mercury cost. I mean, it can't. If it's be. more than a hundred dollars, they're breaking your balls. <laughs> and here's the thing: this is what I'm saying, sales department. Again, another great idea you won't take advantage of. This show has loaded loaded the city with great idea after great idea on how you can market your sports teams better. The Coyotes never listen to us, and look at the pickle they're in. Uh, if you, as a salesperson for the Phoenix Mercury, want people interested, 
you start sending out a newsletter every week of who's boning who on the team and who's visiting and who used to have sex, like the relationships that could possibly turn into like big messes. And these two used to date, and now there's big. See if you can see the tension on the court tonight when the Liberty take on the Mercury. And make it about the soap opera and start selling it. And then give the girls mics every once in a while. You know, I used to scissor with her. And those days are over. And Sophie Cunningham might have a boyfriend and who knows what. We love that stuff. If, if, if Taylor and Travis taught us anything, it sells tickets to have that, you know, a celebrity start hanging around. So I told him that. But I, that's the best way to do it. He got back to me so fast. And I'm like, you've never had anybody text you that before. And he goes, I hate you right now. And I'm like, I know, because you've got numbers to hit for the Mercury. And that was an easy, that fish jumped in the boat. But I was just kidding. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see when Caitlin Clark gets in the league. All right, yeah, you'll sell out one game the first year. You need some action on that court in order for people to be interested. Baseball stories are all that way. Football was all Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift this year. We I, love the side uh, stories. The side stories, yeah, with the spring training oh. in town. I'd heard another one. It's never been confirmed or or refuted. Okay. But however long Ricky Henderson played in Major League Baseball, had a travel spouse. No kidding. He had a... During the baseball season. Interesting. <laughs> That's very interesting. Just a lady that he wasn't married to that was his baseball wife. Yeah. Interesting. Travel. And she hung with him while the wife stayed home. Home base. The regular wife. Yeah, stayed at home. Stayed at home and took care of whatever Ricky was doing there. Again, don't know. Is it real? Is it not real? Who knows? We're interested in a lot of things we shouldn't be interested in. As you get older, you realize, ah, it's not so bad. That's the more fun part. The entire reason I'm looking at a story right now that says woman in Memphis arrested for child neglect for posting pictures of her daughter waxing other people's genitals is the reason why we're really on this planet. The fact that's a news story that is national is proof we're all perverted on weirdos. TMZ. On TMZ. It's on the biggest yeah. break. A woman in Memphis was arrested for having her young daughter wax vaginas of adult women, and she filmed it. How old's the daughter? <laughs> Not very old. The mom's only 30. Uh, the five-year-old, she's five, the daughter. That's a little young. It's a little young to be yeah. vagina waxing. Now, an argument to that is that it's not a sexual act. Right? Not really. Ladies always wanting that side story to be that hey this isn't about a sex thing it's I grooming can, it's grooming it's it's hygiene she's teaching at an early age so uh here brady is a a still photo of some the genitals have been blurred out a little There's disturbing a little, <laughs> little disturbing. strange to see if i'm not for it i'm just throwing the devil's uh advocate out there there's mom she's busy she had a lot going on she had to take on uh she had to hire some help she could probably increase her clientele now that she's has an apprentice now, is it the mom or the person that said, uh, why is a five-year-old waxing my vagina but stayed? Because I know if I'm about to get a physical at the doctor's office and he's like, I am so busy today. Hopefully you don't mind that my son comes in here real quick and does the exam. I'd be like, I, I mind. I, I, I mind that a lot. <laughs> How old is he? He's five, but he knows where the balls are. I'm like, I, I mind this a lot. <laughs> even, if, even if it's just a haircut, if you went to sport cuts... 
I'm swamped. My daughter's going to cut your hair today. And a five-year-old grabs some scissors. You get up and you leave. All right, look, 50% <laughs> off today just because you, I'm putting you out. Yeah. Getting your hair cut by a kindergartner. Yeah. If I'm getting my balls waxed and the lady that says, all right, I'll be right back, leaves, and a five-year-old comes in with uh, you know, one of those popsicle sticks covered in... And I'm like, I know what to do. I'm like, no, nah, um, that's enough. We're done here. I don't care how cheap this is. But the picture is a woman with her pants off and a five-year-old's waxing her vagina. Getting the service. Who's guiltier, the mom or the lady who's like, yeah, go ahead. Both. <laughs> Everybody's guilty. But I think more so the woman with her pants off. She's got to know that, yeah, the client has to know that that picture is not going to You're going to have Why a tough time to explain. Pictures? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, and now the one thing they're worried about is that may not be authentic photographs. So here's a bigger issue that I've got there. Who's dummying up these pictures? You're bigger creep if you're making this fake than if it's real. If it's real, at least somebody goes to jail. If it's fake, I don't think we have laws against that yet where we pretended a five-year-old was waxing genitals. What the hell's going on? That's like you're saying. Who? What adult is going to sit there and let a five-year-old pull your pants down in front of a five-year-old? That sounds like sex crimes okay. there. I agree with that, except for we live in a world where people do uh, dentistry in people's houses for the discount. Yeah, but it's not a yeah, five-year-old. You don't know that. Just hadn't been cabinet. caught yet. You don't know that. A five-year-old right. might be working the, the suction thing. This is why see, we're always battling see. the child labor law. That's right. That's why Mickey Rooney went to court. It just doesn't make sense to me that any of this goes on. But to me, it, oh, I'm here for the last. The simulation's been broken for a long time. And but yeah, if you're getting waxed and a five-year-old's even in the room. That's the youngest esthetician. Right. No, no, and she probably, you know, the school. Did she qualify for the Guinness <laughs> Do you get a, record book? You know I what? Mean, that's the, a good point. Now we've got photographic evidence of it. Youngest. They might not approve that. Pubic waxer. Is there a Fun. guy in a blue blazer in the background? Now, come on. I, I have <laughs> With a crest on his uh, I have a strict jacket. If my pants are off and there's a five-year-old in the room, very quickly my pants go back on. Very quickly. Like, could we get the five-year-old out of the room while I'm getting my balls waxed, please? Oh, no. It's my assistant. We're done here. You don't understand. Her hands go into the little tiny cracks and nooks and crannies I can't get to. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just get... I'm good. I'm going to go to an Asian. They've got little hands, too. (laughs) No, you don't understand. Like, that space between your balls and your b-hole is, like, very hard for my big fingers to wax that. Her little baby hands can do it. Five years old. So, if your pants are off and there's a five-year-old in the room, you should go to jail. I think. The world's gone mad. The whole thing's gone crazy. You know how topsy-turvy it is, Brady? Yesterday, uh, Megan's dad wanted to have a meal and said, would you like to go to dinner? Sure. It was, uh, I was under the understanding that it was at Phoenix City Grill, which is a hop, skip, and a jump from my house. A couple-mile walk. So I'm like, I'll hoof it over there. Uh, he's an elderly gentleman, so we ate at 4 o'clock. Perfect. You're fine with that because then you can have second Great dinner. Time. Right. So we, <laughs> I'm meeting him a little after four. Uh, as I'm walking, uh, I get to 16th Street and Bethany Home, uh, which is at the site of my near death. Brett was there, the Texas yeah. Grill. Yeah. <laughs> door swings open to the Texas. I shouldn't laugh. Tex- oh, you should laugh because it's hilarious. The Texas door swings open. Yeah. Huh? 
There's Megan. He changed his mind. He wanted to come here. I'm like, adios. <laughs> I'll walk is- home. <laughs> come on, please. I'm, like, oh, I'm not going back in there. A- I almost died in there. So she convinces me. <laughs> you went so back? A family. I went in there. I didn't eat a thing. And I sat quietly. And the ladies, what can I get you, doll? And I'm like, I'm just a casual observer. Everybody had their food and whatever else. My card's still up there? I didn't look for your crap. <laughs> I got up. And one of the waitresses says, be easy on us tomorrow. And I'm like, this is why I didn't eat here. You guys recognize me after you tried to kill me. And she goes, my husband, or I think she said, my boyfriend always tells me when you're talking about us. Uh, you tried to kill me. And she goes, I know it was a French fry. It was, it was a lava hot potato. And it nearly, it put me in the hospital. And she just started laughing. And I'm like, and then we left. And I said, you guys ate so much and poop. You have no idea. Thank you for bringing me in. There. You know who didn't? Me! Brett was there. Oh, yeah. I was dying. What'd you do for dinner at 5 o'clock? Me? DoorDash. I had some ziti and uh, meatballs from Eat Clean Phoenix. It was really good. I had a nice meal. I walked home. I, I hoofed it back. It's lovely. Good to see you guys. Hey, great to see you. And they're like, you're not going to eat anything? And I'm like, I nearly died here. Uh, as I was being Heimlicked in this room... Someone put the drink on the table and said, geez, I hope he's okay. And just get Brett can confirm. Oh, yeah. Drinks, 100%. Drinks were delivered to our table during the Heimlich she, maneuver. She's reaching under, <laughs> under him. Arm. Under I him to, to put it up on the table. And as you're dying or feel like you're dying and you're receiving the worst Heimlich maneuver ever, watch ah. Mrs. Doubtfire when he tries to fix Pierce Brosnan and throws him all over the restaurant. Toledo's just a little bit more violent. When Ooh, he had him. All, he's running was, across yeah, tables. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Toledo was lifting me and throwing me. He had no idea what he was doing. None. <laughs> Zero. But in the end, I swallowed whatever it was because I wasn't actually choking. It was stuck. In, it was. A, it, I was being tortured by the... Burning. In, it was burning. I was the old McDonald's lady. It was, the, it was lava grease inside of a potato shell. And while I'm dying, drooling, spitting all over the place, <laughs> during the Heimlich, drinks were delivered to the table. And the other table, look at that greenhorn. Can't even swallow a dick's fry. Not a soul. I don't know if they were that in tune with what I was choking on. And it wasn't a Texas fry either. It was a cubed potato of death. They were, just hoping you they were just hoping you didn't finish. That way there's more for them. Are those Texas fries? I don't, I don't know. know. Just Stop it. <laughs> it's not funny. Texas fry or otherwise, I nearly died. I went to the hospital. The doctor was like, this is no good. This is called steakhouse syndrome. It burned, tortured, and made pockets in your swallowing hole, and uh, you can rupture it. If you try to throw up, which is all I did for an hour afterwards, it'll rupture. You'll never talk again. I'm like, oh, geez, I kind of need that. Scene of the crime. I go back there yesterday for the first time, and uh, they knew me. There's the pictures. (laughs) There it is inside. Now, again, the people seem very nice, and they got free cake. Because there was a bunt cake involved that was uh, brought with for Megan's mom. Let's see what those are. Are they Texas fries, as Brady says? <laughs> no, they're not Texas fries. They're lava. They're lava. Uh, Texas fried potatoes. Well, well, I know. I know. Brady knows the menu. Top <laughs> of, of course. By the way, evidently brand new menu looks very nice. <laughs> it is. Let's. See. Yeah. Oh no. Let's not <laughs> see it. Like let's do that on your own Brady, time, is that you weirdo. <laughs> this was the place that used to fax Brady pretty regularly when they had specials. Uh, and we're not talking about in fax days. We're talking a few years ago. Yeah. Brady, Brady had a fax specifically for 
It was like the bat cave of fat people. It was like the communique of <laughs> when Texas Grill fired off the... Special at the Texas Grill! And the man would drive 41 miles for a special at the Texas Grill. Oh, they won barbecue cook-off awards here, Brady. In what century? The people there, I'll tell you this. The people there are very nice. And, and it, it was packed full at the end. Not, oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, look at the size of the people. Not one person in there. Exactly. We had to, there, were, there was an occasion. We all had to get up out of the table, move the table so people could pass through to the Oh, yeah, yeah, us. yeah. <laughs> Last night, they're like, we hate to do this. You guys are going to have to get up. There's people trying to get out of here. And like, there's aisles. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> Step aside, Slim. There are less apparatus to play with at a gym than what people need to walk around inside this place. Never seen anything like it in my life. Everyone's got a walker or a cane or some sort rascal of scooters, stretch cage. They've got a <laughs> rascal scooters are parked all over outside. And nobody bats an eye to it. And you hit six of those. And then this guy <laughs> walks by. He's 4,000 pounds. He's got a walker. And he looks at the, He just got done eating like 20 pounds of chicken fried steak. And he looks over. Did you get the chicken fried steak to the table? <laughs> no. We should have. Were they just giving Megan the stink eye the whole time? Skinny brown. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch hasn't had a step. Oh, you know what? All the waitresses are in pretty good shape. So clearly they're staying away from the meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the the employee meal is not being handed out too regularly. Anyway, I went back in. So that's how you know the world. I believe you went back. I did it because I'm kind. I'm proud of you. Well, I'm not eating there. I will never eat there again. (laughs) That and the fact that. You saw the meal oh, before yeah. I ate it. We went there as kind of like a laugh. You were supposed to go, but I think you didn't like that it was for a laugh, so you boycotted the whole thing. Not going to embarrass me. That is a serious establishment that I'm very friendly with the employees. I don't want you guys going in there mucking up my free deal. <laughs> and it wasn't Shepherd's Pie Day. Right, which I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure it'll kill you. Fries. Death <laughs> Joking to death on that horrible thing. Be easy on us, Holmberg. I'm like, that's why I didn't order anything. I knew somebody in here would recognize me. They seem very nice. Tip of the cap. That is a foe that almost killed me. I stay away because I'm not strong enough to eat that food. Recipes all created by the legendary Jewish cowboy, Steve Friedkin. That's right. And he even bailed on it. Like, that dude yeah. didn't want anything to do with it anymore. There's your shepherd's pie, Brady. All right, that just is a mound of nothingness. So good. I was very impressed with Megan's dad, though, because he cracked open two biscuits before the food got there and prepared them for mopping. This one was He's for a the, pro. This one's for the gravy. This one's for the steak juice. Mopping. He's going to mop up that plate when it was all gone. Also demanded the fat of the steak of another person's meal when he just chewed that up. Had to stop him. <laughs> so you yeah. went to instead of Phoenix City Grill, you right. went to Texas. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't. But look, right. I kind of got wrangled in, and I I was walking. Like, damn it! You got a Waymo app? I know. I was going to Waymo back, but I was being nice. It was Waymo right to Texas. It was, somebody, it was a Phoenix celebration. It was a late celebration of someone's birthday. So. And the choice they'll was have made. one next year. Yeah, the choice was made <laughs> that they they and they, it was, I got it was a bait and switch because I they were waiting for me to walk by the Texas Grill. Please come in. No, don't go, don't go. I'm, like, I'm not going in there. 
I am. It was a birthday so so yeah. that means you had to pay too. Oh, I didn't know. No, no, no. refused. <laughs> <laughs> refused. No, sir, I will not. I refuse. And again, you can have that place. It's stronger than me. It's a fight I will not win. I'm Chief Joseph. Many moons will rise. I will fight no more forever, Texas Grills. It is yours to... You have you own this corner, and I no longer... It was like a Pokemon bottle, battle. I, I lost. That is not mine to win. That is your corner. But I was in there, and I witnessed two deaths, and I've never seen that many blue hairs come in with I'm, nothing to live for. They don't care anymore. And the salt shakers are all half empty. Because everybody in there just pours salt all over the food. It's crazy. <laughs> Love it all you want. It's a wildly successful place. It tried to kill me. I bow to its power. You like mopping at your place. You like to mop up your plate after. They give you mops before the food gets there. Here's your mops. They said that. I'm like, mops? and like, biscuits. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the mop em ups And sure enough, there it was. Just a full-on mopping going on. Gravy. Corn. Taters. Juice, fat. It's a good old-fashioned American meal. Texas Grill, thank you yesterday for not removing me or spitting at me, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, Megan ate some cook seed. <laughs> and she deserves it for dragging me out. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, it's 724. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And, of course, uh, you know, they got hammered up there up north. So it's time to get up there, snowboard, get the skis ready. Or if you don't want to go up there, just hit the trails now. They got full line of uh, all the mountain bikes you want. Pivot. Santa Cruz. <laughs> what? Scott <laughs> Rocky Ains. Mountain. Scott Haines just emailed. So the hardest part of when a five-year-old waxes her genitals is staying in the lines. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That is gross. And then I got another email. I said, what would you rather do? Uh, eat all three meals for a week every day at Texas Grill or have a five-year-old wax your genitals? Well, I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to let the five-year-old wax my genitals. I think that's <laughs> going to be a safer thing for me. I'd rather do time. <laughs> On that note, uh, go to action. <laughs> at least if I get arrested with the five-year-old in my pants down, I'll get three good meals a day in jail. <laughs> rather than the alternative. Oh, and then the other one, obviously, Guy Fieri or Texas Grill. I'm like, there's a difference? <laughs> Big difference. Is there? Hmm. I don't think so. Pretty sure that those meals are the exact same recipes. Salt. <laughs> uh, yeah, salt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Guy Fieri and that. That's his quality. That's his level. <laughs> Eesh, sorry, I'm having flashbacks. Right. Go ahead, Bert. All right, on the list... Uh, we got uh, Metallica, Deftones, Puddle Mud, Psycho, Buckcherry, Crazy Bitch, uh, Manson, Chimera, Avenged Sevenfold, Hinder, Use Me for the uh, Crazy Broad's brother who was just yeah. taking it in the kitchen. <laughs> taking it in uh, the kitchen. Good band name. Uh, Ozzy, Better album name. David Lee Roth, Steeler Wheels. Steeler Wheels. Because that all goes down <laughs> with, the, with the broad. Yeah, I see what's going on. Stuck in the middle. <laughs> Stuck in the middle. Um... Around the fur is good, but it's not a wake-up song. <laughs> uh, we could go with a little crazy bitch. The Beast and the Harlot's pretty solid, too. Because it applies to everybody involved. Yeah, There's beasts, there's harlots, and they're on both sides. Hinder uh, song's not bad, too. Hinder's good. Yeah, let's do Use Me by Hinder. All, right. All right, we'll go with that. Some we don't hear much. That's right. Good stuff. I, I think I probably skipped that one. 
This one says, do you remember when it was uh, Texas was called Lone Star? Was Texas Lone Star? Yeah. I don't remember that. They had to change it because... Oh, that's right, because Lone, Lone Star, Star showed from up. from Texas that's came in, and right. they had the... Uh, when did that happen? Trademark. 90s, 2000s, early? Yeah, like 93, Yeah, because Lone Star was around the mid-90s. Yeah. Okay. And there's a big naming contest at the, at the original... Right, calm Lone down. Star. I just asked you one question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked. I don't want the history of Texas Grill as told by... The David Attenborough of You got meals. Texas fried taters for a year. If you... I'm Brady Attenborough, and welcome to Planet Food. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> you go searching submersibles all over these. And in the kitchen area here at Viet Cong. It's out of control now. KUPD. Your headquarters for all gay love tourists. More, more to come later. And if you missed it this morning, the follow-up from yesterday's story, check it out on the podcast, wherever you get that crap. Where do you get that? How do you do just you sign up for uh, it? 98kpd.com under the podcasting page of uh, HMS. Or... Apple Podcast, yeah, wherever you get it. Everybody seems to. That is uh, 57% of our podcasting consumers. I is it? Yeah. Po- it's Apple mostly podcasts. on the Apple. Get it on the. Oh, it's available everywhere. I'm just saying that, that the ones that get it, get it mostly from that. And then our app is second, I believe. How about that? Either way, you can listen to the whole sideways twisted mess that's occurring on the sidelines of this show by some of you wacky listeners. We got a gay love triangle. We got a lunatic lady who's offering her vagina to not only all of our listeners, but evidently she's done it before. We don't know if the email we got this morning was an actual guy or if it was the dude who was accused of having sex with his brother-in-law, pretending to be someone else, defending himself against this guy. Oh, the accusations, the fun. Can't wait. Hopefully more emails will show up later. Uh, in the meantime, let's find out what's going on in the rest of the world. It's the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. You know, spring training starts tomorrow. Can you believe that? Like the game's actually start? Yeah. Nice. Uh, you can head to Hooters for uh, after a game. $10 off of a minimum purchase of 25 bucks when you show us your ticket stub or the e-ticket, you know, on your phone. Uh, enjoy Hooters Famous Wings, ice cold drinks served to you by the beautiful Hooters Girls. Uh, 10 bucks off of any purchase of 25 or more is pretty darn good. Uh, just for going to a ball game and ha- hanging out at Hooters afterwards. That's smoking. Is the one still over by uh, the Salt River? No. That's gone? So yeah. there's only the one. Uh, Metro the and Metro Mesa. Center and Mesa. And Mesa. Mesa. The one downtown's gone too? I think the downtown Arizona Center. Still, is that one that's still there? I think it might be still there. Either way, the Mesa one's close enough to a couple ballparks you can. Oh, yeah. That's pretty solid. That's right in the middle of all and of them. Did you see this last night? Uh, West Virginia town held a candlelight vigil to mourn the loss of their local Hooters. It's set to be demolished. <laughs> well, why did they go out of business? If it's if... all the local dudes, you know. Wait Frank a second, though. But why did all Jerry? Why, why would a Hooters Tom, go under in a place that's willing Tom. to have a candlelight vigil for it? The Hooter, the Hooters, uh, as I understand, there was closed for like three or four years. But it's now the building, the bell, now they're mourning it. Yeah, yeah. So now they're doing, they're actually taking the building. They're Wiping the bill. But what did the people They're do? sad that the... I understand they're sad, but... I guess it they, still they, brought fond memories to them. They were the ones that, that could have kept it alive. That's what I was thinking, too. Well, look at this. They, they missed... 
this way too late on the uh, uh, taking opportunity of it. The event's description reads, bring your candles and signs and let the Hooters and the city know we will miss it tremendously. We will have chicken wings and the traditional <laughs> Hooters sauce on site. Some of the stuff was left over. They're going to cook it up and get rid of the building. And a limited amount of the goat of all sandwiches, the strip cheese. Why that did they? they strip the, all right, why do they go out of business? <laughs> this place clearly clamoring for a Hooters to be open to the point of showing up to the candlelight vigil for Hooters food to watch the Hooters go away. Ah, oh, the world doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Now, we've got Hooters. We're fine. Brady reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Sticky Bun Day. You got sticky buns, Brady? Where's the best place in town for sticky buns? Right there on... Uh, <laughs> Man, that's oh, too Jesus. fast. <laughs> too fast. Wow. wow. There was even, uh, at least you, you confused the word humility earlier. Have some here and act like you don't know for at least a second. Right there on... Uh, where are the crossroads? You can't remember the name, but you know where you're thinking. Um, El Choro. El, El Choro. Choro. At the lodge? Yeah, at the lodge. They no, have couldn't. sticky buns? Yeah, you get Do they still since they meal. swapped out? I Because now they got all so. that new I fancy th- pants stuff. Do you know a place with sticky buns? I, I don't even know what sticky buns are, really. I just it's, think it's, it's honey. It's down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Down yeah. hall sticky at, uh, buns is the office that no, I don't, I'm not Camfield allowed. Camfield left. <laughs> they got extra. There's sticky buns all over down there. El Charo has good sticky buns. What is a sticky bun? But you're right. I mean, I went it's there. Roll, it's been that's what I two thought. three years. Is it just yeah, a cinnamon like a, roll? Yeah, gooey cinnamon roll. Yeah. Oh, right. they give you a cinnamon roll before your meal for free. It's in the it's in well, the, when you're part of the bread go. basket. Yeah. They'll have a cinnamon <laughs> when you're bread. There's a cinnamon roll in the bread basket. <laughs> yeah, and you good. need food after <laughs> that. Coming oh in there, yeah. Like, lay down. <laughs> lay down. Yeah. You're not going to make it. Even talking about it. <laughs> Brady's here. Oh my God! Get the giant bread basket. Sticky buns out. I'll have that. Uh... You're like creosote from the end of Monty Python. <laughs> Do they have an air tag on your car to just warn them when you get the parking Man. lot? <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah, then an alarm goes off. Holy Christ. Get the five-gallon jug of buns. <laughs> I expect the free buns to arrive shortly. They're already on the table, sir. They're There's a the cinnamon table. roll. I shouldn't have to wait. In the pre-meal. And you're still hungry. Well, you don't Man, eat I the thought... whole basket. You pass it around with everyone. <laughs> You, you eat do? the whole bag. You take do? a little. Yeah, oh, yeah. How many are in there? They're not just one to split amongst no, the No, it's like you get a bread basket and it'll have some, it'll be part sticky buns and then they'll have a. Man. He doesn't know what else roll. is in it. Yeah, just, there's know. sticky buns in there. And then the other ones, the wheat and the garbage. Surround that delicious sticky bun. So you take the sticky then bun and the then pass the changed. bread over. But I'm saying if you eat a sticky bun, if it's, are they. But it's, it, they're. They're small. Okay. It's not like you're eating a huge cinnamon roll. Oh. John, they don't have sticky buns there. Bogan just asks like he does at McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. When he would go in and get a McGrilled <laughs> cheese they didn't order. I can't imagine how much semen you've But they adjusted. might have stopped. You're right. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. But that, when entitled, known that entitled little ginger came strutting into the McDonald's at age six. Hi, I'm the Bogan boy. Two grilled cheese, please. We don't have grilled cheese. Yeah, you do. You got cheese, you got bread, you got butter, you got grilled cheese. Get on it. At the most amazing bartender, Chuck. At uh, Chuck was amazing at El Charo, but you at that McDonald's ordering grilled cheese is just... Cheese a little wetter than normal. It's like a gruyere. But it's not semen. Well, I didn't anticipate that it was. <laughs> Unnecessary information there, Carlos. Casey's arguing with you. It's a caramel roll, melted caramel on top, bro. 
Calm down, Fats. Everybody calm <laughs> down. A sticky bun. Look, Fats, calm down. Not that important, but I just wanted to know where the best sticky roll was, and he answered fast. El Charo is Some fast. people call it monkey bread, too. Yeah, you pull it I've had monkey bread before. Yeah. That's the same thing? Yeah. I, I like that. I stuff. consider this. Do you do? Yeah. Just, just, all right. I don't want to make you mad. According to the CDC, <laughs> January is the uh, America's deadliest month. February 2nd, followed by March and December. August is the least deadliest month. Big difference, too. 20% more people die in January than they do in August. August. Hmm. Winters are deadlier because cold changes our bodies. And the temperatures drop, our blood vessels contract, and our hearts work harder. All right. If you're at a risk of heart attack or stroke, it's more likely to hit into in winter than it would be in summer. Colgate toothpaste was sold in jars when it came out in 1873. One of the ingredients was soap. This guy says, how does KDKB not have a DJ named Sticky Buns? That's a good point. <laughs> wow. We're renaming yeah. Nighttime Rob Sticky Buns. Let's, okay, he's screw that. It, put it in a day part that matters. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy needs a partner called Sticky Buns. Let's go out to Sticky Buns and see what's going on. BS West is still closed. Back to you, Izzy. <laughs> what's next, Sticky? Nothing. BS West is still closed. Back to you, Izzy. It's the only thing he says. He's like the Jim Cross of KDKB. We now go out to Sticky Buns to see what's going on. It's outside of the BS West. It's still closed. Many, many gays are sad. Back to you, Izzy. Trip's got to get on that. <laughs> Can't we hired a guy called Sticky Buns. He'll stand in front of any building. <laughs> well, stand? You said stand, Well, right? lean over in the building. <laughs> He's the host of Man Pile in the Mornings. Let's go out to Sticky Buns and see <laughs> what's going on. Still distraught about the BS West closing. Back to you, Izzy. Thanks, Sticky Buns. Only five of the 30 MLB teams have never won the World Series. Five that have never My won My Mariners. Ever. The Mariners Correct. are Correct. They've never the been. Rockies, Rockies, the Rays, Rays, uh, the Indians. No, the no, Indians. they've won. Um, the Angels got one in the early two thousands, barely. Uh, the Marlins. No, they got two. Yeah, they got two. Um, the Diamond. No, Diamond. Nationals got it. it. The Dads. The Padres have never won one. That's right. And the twice. Expos, the defunct one. Yeah, but that they, don't they count the as Nationals? Washington. They count as yeah. the Nationals. Yeah. Now. that's right. I don't know who's the last one. The Jays? Brewers. Oh, the Brewers haven't got one. Oh, the Jays That's got right. one. That's right. Texas Rangers Wallbingers. were got two. on the list up until right. four That's months right. ago. Uh, Harvey's Wallbingers lost in 82 to the Cardinals. That's yeah. fewest of the four major sport leagues. 12 NFL teams have never won the Super Bowl. 11 NHL teams have never won the Stanley Cup. 10 NBA teams have never won the NBA championship. But that 11, well, I guess my theory was out on that because the Knights won it like two years They're after out. they got yeah. in. Yeah. The NFL still has teams and that the haven't been there. Yeah. Last summer. Lions, Browns, and there's one, there was only oh, three that Texans. haven't been there. Texans, that's right. And, and Jags. Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. Expansion teams. Speaking of football, Little Caesars Pizza is uh, doing a little test market. For 20 bucks. you can order pizza by the yard. I think it's going to be a big hit for football season. You think? Starting out uh, in two markets, Virginia and North Carolina. And if it's a hit, it'll go nationwide. Isn't pizza in a circle around three feet long? So they have those square 
boxes. Now they'll be right. rectangle. Yeah, that's what I'm little saying. Little Caesars started doing that a little more, but but isn't a like is it a yard of pizza or is it as thick as a normal pizza and it also goes as a yard? So is it like three by two? I think it's three feet long. Yeah, because if you took all the like slices of, out of the box and lined them up, it would probably be about three feet. Sounds like more of a pain in the ass actually yeah. when you're taking it home yeah. or something. Yeah, it's just going to be tougher to haul. Yeah, but who picks up anymore? Let that be the delivery guy's problem. And the, what what we need there? More Caesar's pissed everybody. off delivery drivers. Oh, yeah. That's the thing you need. And now it's time for some tech news. Okay. Toledo. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your tech, 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 tech. I haven't done that for a while. Right? Apple is warning people. I think I might hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> my eye's running. Yeah, they see your both eyes of water. What happened? Oh, it's a damn Texas grill. <laughs> 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 no, it's there. Yeah, that's not right. <clears throat> Sorry. Morning. Apple is warning people not to put uh, waterlogged iPhones in uncooked rice. I don't do it anymore. Nobody thinks my joke is funny to try that with a kid who fell in the pool. <laughs> put him in a bag of rice. He's not better. iPhones are more sophisticated than they used to be, and some can handle certain levels of water. They now have a liquid detection warning that tells you if your USB C port gets uh, wet. That's some dirty. Wow, you, it did sound filthy when you said because you don't cuss much, so you would say C port and dry the phone with a cloth or something. I was banging away on this chick's seaport. <laughs> Pirate. Yeah. Anyway, her seaward smelled like a, you know, long beach. <laughs> they said wipe it off with a paper towel. Don't put Q-tips in that seaport either. Yeah. <laughs> um, just let it dry. Because uh, if you do the rice, small particles can damage your iPhone. That's right. Get in that seaport. That rice thing's remarkable. I watched that happen once. I would just get a it new phone, work. but it's amazing. I watched a guy drop his phone in a pool, pulled it right out, got a bag of rice. And I tried it with my remote control only. I used seasoned rice. Oh, and my Uncle remote Ben's. smelled like seasoned <laughs> rice for like way too long. And it only, it didn't work much longer. For some reason it worked though. Like it I poured water all over this thing. And we put it in a bag of rice and it sucked out all the water from the buttons. But it, it smelled so much like garlic and herbs. It was. A robotics company called Loom has an AI-powered robot that can apply fake eyelashes faster than humans. The CEO says it will completely transform the experience of eyelash extensions at salons. They just uh, installed their first one at an ultra store in San Jose, California. You lie down, have your eyes taped shut, shut, and then put your head into this machine. Two robotic arms with pointy tools glue fake lashes onto your real lashes. Huh? They say the tools, the pointy tools that are used, yeah. if they go too hard, they'll break before, so they won't, they can't damage your eyes. Uh, so these bras got to get up are. extra early in the morning uh, to go down and have their lashes put on? Oh, Not God. Currently, they do it 30% faster than a human, but they're working on... If so it can be 400% faster. the caterpillars but off hold on. That's a, a deal... That's a game changer right there for that. Smashing eyelashes on the people. Because they sit in that chair for a long time. They like it. They don't want it to go faster. Not on the eyelash thing, I don't think. Chicks like sitting in those chairs for hours. They go to get their hair cut. Three hours later, they're back. Three, like hours on end of that stuff. 
You can't, they have to schedule a day to go to get their makeup done when they do the professional stuff. But weddings, you get your makeup done, it'll start at oh, 11. Okay. The wedding's at 4. It starts at 11 to get your makeup done. How ugly is this, bro? Makeup and hair. Oh. We've got a report on the uh, first human to be neuralinked. Uh, Elon Musk, I saw this. Awesome. He's moving a mouse dude, thinking about it. Yeah, can move a mouse Did you mentally see? on the computer mouse. Elon Musk had a big like smile on his face. He goes, the dude's moving a mouse just thinking. And the mouse is jumping around doing stuff. It's and linked is this like the brain. exorcist or something? It, I mean, it, 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 it looks like the, his brain is like, The brain right, chip is called. Move the mouse and the mouse yeah, is attached telepathy. to it. Yes, yeah, it's awesome. So what is what is wrong with the guy initially? Anything, no use of his limbs. He's paraplegic or he's oh. quadriplegic. Oh, he's quadriplegic. So he can't. Okay. He's he's. I don't know if he had ALS or if he's quadriplegic. From it didn't say that. He just says he can't it move. Has no use of his he's, limbs. He can't move. So around. can he move now? Well, no. It's it's all just so he can move things. So and he can communicate easier. So he can like use the computer and the mouse will actually like physically move. So is it yeah. an actual mouse or is it just no, like the, the thing on the screen? It's the cursor. So it's like Steve, what's his name, just looks at a screen and it Yep, and it out. moves the uh, But now uh, the he cursor. doesn't have to switch for, like, he can move the cursor and, and click it. And then he'll be able to think about it. Just thinking about it. Now, you don't have to look. He can just think, all right, move the mouse to this or get this. And they have it. Make a phone call. Right. Any other computer just device, he it. can now think oh, wow. the command. Isn't that nuts? That's the next step. Yeah, the wow. next step so is like. So far there. And he can bend spoons, which is really cool. It's 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 remarkable, and it's scary because it's we can't wrap our heads around AI. I watched Steve Wozniak the other day talking about that, and he said uh, <clears throat> AI is is so inconceivable to even people who understand computers. When you say, "Okay, we've created this AI thing, and this the, this is a family that AI created," and they're like, "What database did you get the pictures from?" Like, we didn't. There's no database. There's no, It created it from scratch. Like, yeah, but it had to have... We can't, Information downloaded, We can't right? unwrap our heads from the idea that it doesn't need that. It doesn't need to dig into a pile of stuff and build. It does it on its own through nothing. So it, it's crazy. That's what Steve Wozniak said. We have to eventually just kind of stop the confines of what we think and realize AI doesn't use a database. Right. It doesn't go through old pictures and build a person. It just does it. And it's really well, how would it smart. know? It just it? has the it's knowledge. Learned. It's, it's learned. learned. That's what I'm just saying. It's like it's you learn from the when, when an AI person is on, yeah. it isn't a picture that it's used to build a person. No. It's its own thing. But it would have to know the difference between, like you say, build uh, or, you know, a family of chimpanzees. It has all the information of everything yeah. ever. It will build a unique chimpanzee to all others. It's not a face of one that it's just. Gotcha, but pasting. it knows. Well, it knows what, what a chimpanzee yeah, is, right. but it can make a, a unique original version of one without, bar- like if I said build a, a, a member of the Morning Sickness show that isn't here, it's not going to go to the database and just grab a picture of, you know, Larry and whatever and build a little guy and make him functional. It's it's a unique character that right. doesn't, and the reason why is because you can't get sued. But that family that they built, would you say is a unique, which is yeah. fine, we wouldn't tell the difference we wouldn't say oh that's a unique family we just think oh they built it's a just people yeah but but people can't grasp that it isn't a photograph that's now been animated yeah it's using someone because they get sued these are all not human beings that aren't this is not the pictures that toledo's showing right now not a database this is a instagram page yeah. for uh, because if it was Mila sophia yeah the real girl whose face they use could sue them right Right. So AI is used for that very reason, is to say, well, we don't need people anymore. 
And you can't sue us because this isn't a real person or isn't based on anything. So this is her with another one. That is... It is just flat scary. You know the fakest part of that picture is the backdrop? Right. The beach that these two hot girls are standing on? Oh, it's going to make porn the new crap. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it, it, and, and even I can't, like, I don't grasp that. Like, well, how does it know? And then the answer is, it just does. It teaches itself through observation how to create. The same way your sperm and an egg build a person, AI can do that artificially. Oh, it's crazy. I love every second of it. It also is going to be the end of the world. So, done a good job Just here. like us, that John, everything's unique. Everyone. All right, that's enough sticky buns. That's your tech news. Thanks for not making me do that. Hey, John, uh, can you help me out? Spread the word a little bit. I've got a couple boxes of candles. <laughs> yeah. Setting up a vigil tonight for uh, Brady Sauce and uh, Porkopolis, but the restaurant that's right. that's right here is a little pissed at it. It's been closed for a few years, so it's time we had the... the well, if they ever tear the building down, that's it'll it. be a bunch of former barbecue guys standing there and some Indians, like, confused at which one they're mourning more. Former home of Porkopolis. It's also home of Halakhalala Halakhak Meats. The sign's still up on the monument. I know. I The last time I... Well, that was a long time ago. The last time I went over there, I was like, well, Porkopolis is still on that gigantic uh, truck stop sign they built outside of that. You should get that. Why don't you get that? Ask him for that. Because I'd have to <laughs> get a crane. And- well, they have to do it anyway. When they just tell the owners of the building, hey, when you take that sign down someday, how about giving me it? It's got to be taller than your house. Because what do they want? It's, yeah, it's at least five feet. Your house five feet. Your house isn't bigger than five maybe feet. Maybe seven by seven, maybe. The Porkopolis thing is seven by seven? It has to be bigger Isn't it kind of narrow? It's a square. Oh, okay. Cool. It, there's this... Uh, You've got dumber stuff in your garage. You can clear out some space. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to clear out some stuff. <laughs> there goes some beer cans again. No, those things never go away. 33-year-old man in Canada has been convicted of uh, sexual assault. Um, The guy's grand scheme was this. He'd meet men online, pretended to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them to his home for anonymous fun. But there were (laughs) rules. There was no talking, and the men wouldn't see him. Instead, they'd interact through a hole in a sheet... That was hanging in a doorway. The perp did this twice that we know of. Sounds like the Catholic Church. He was caught when the second victim simply pulled the sheet down and saw the other side. Guy's wearing a black wig. And a black robe and a collar. Name tag says Dale. Yes. Hi. He's been sentenced (laughs) two years in in prison. (laughs) See Father Dale, dude. He did it. He's guilty of it. Is what we're saying. Hello, my name is Dale. <laughs> Stuck to his robe is hilarious. Psycho murdering news. Oh, hey. This guy, you Troy Phillips. Yeah. yeah, I thought about it. Psycho, Psycho killer. Psycho killer. Yeah. Yep. Ta- Troy Philip Bowling. He confessed to his murder. Um, he was in Germany. His own murder? This summer. <laughs> Not his own murder. To a murder. Not to his. a murder. Um. He was hiking in Germany, met two young Asian women that were also backpacking around. And he said, I'll show you around the 
new Schwanstein Castle. That's the one, the Sleeping Beauty Castle that Disney always... I thought that was at Disneyland. The Where they modeled it from this oh. castle in Germany. Took them hiking around the castle area. And then uh, one of the girls slipped. And he's like, okay, enough of this area. This is too risky. Yeah. Let me take you to a more beautiful place Have around it. the castle. Takes them over there. Slaughters. Starts to sexually assault the one woman. Her friend intervenes, tries to break him up, pushes her down. 165-foot ravine. Whoa. Proceeds to then take a belt around the other victim's neck and yeah. sexually assault, rapes her, right, and films it. Not then a very done, but not a very popular tourist attraction that all this can go on in the backyard. <laughs> remote, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. And then when he's done, rolls her off the uh, side of the ravine, wow. the cliff too. She drops down 165 feet. Her friend survives the fall. Oh my God! And. The other girl is still alive. She calls on her phone, 911. They rescue her. Friend gets air flown to the hospital but doesn't make it. Oh, wow. The guy confessed to the murder. Oh, and they also found child porn on his phone. No, sure. Oh, well. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing that throwing that little spice at the end. We could There's also throw in Huey Lewis. American. <laughs> the American psycho. There's this Troy is the dude Phillip. that did it? They're the two girls. Oh, wow. It's a great song. It is a great song. This is the Lewistein Castle. That's the castle he tossed him off of? Well, the, the woods around there. Oh, yeah, trails and stuff. It's a beautiful castle. Wow. So his he must have been following them around a little bit because... Or was it just anybody, anybody he ran into was going to get it that day? That's yeah, crazy. who knows? That's psycho killer. Trial starts March 13th. The uh, world's tallest man got together with the world's smallest woman. I love those pictures. Sultan Kosin is his name. He's eight foot three. Wow. Wow. And he met uh, Hyoti Amaj, who measures just over two feet. Oh, I thought it was Scott Haynes, our listener. They hooked up in California. <laughs> oh, my God. She fits in the palm of his hands. Yeah. This isn't AI? No. Oh, my God. Here is his shoe next to her. Oh my! She I think she could live a, in it. I think his shoe is a twenty. So what is she? One feet seven, just uh, right at two feet. Okay, and he's eight three. Yeah. So she's two. She's six feet three inches shorter than him. Yeah, she's one full breadth shorter than him. Oh man! <laughs> this picture is so weird. Do you think they uh, got it on? Yeah. That's what Guinness is hoping for. <laughs> Let's put him in the same room and see if we can make an average-sized person. Whoa. Isn't that strange looking? His hand might be taller or as tall as her when he extends his finger out. Yeah. From the shoe is taller look at than his... sitting there. I would like to see him hold her in the right hand and his wiener in the other hand. <laughs> Just to compare. Does he have... It would be such a curse... By God, if he got blessed with a medical with an condition, average wiener, pituitary giantism. Yeah. Well, they both have a medical yeah. condition, right? She does not. She's she doesn't. Uh, no, she's, she's perfect. She's just Asian. Perfect. She's just a perfect little Asian girl. She can clean under the tables real good. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine being eight three and you didn't get a good hog? You just got what I got. 
you'd be done. When I was in the when I used to cover the NBA stuff, I always felt bad for those dudes who were, you know, seven one but got, you know, the average human crank. You'd think it would all be proportionate. It is not. So Sam Cassell didn't get on every. Sam Cassell got what uh, Greg Foster tag should have had. <laughs> Ostertag. I called him Greg Foster. Oh, it's Greg Foster. Right, yeah. Greg Foster and Greg Ostertag played on the same team. I just made them one guy. <laughs> Greg Foster tag combined. Yeah, still combined. Didn't have... Still did not have what Cassell was carrying. That thing was a Hunter ceiling fan. It should have had the word Hunter written on it. Never have I seen anything like that in my life. Moving. Gargantuan. And then that guy for the Coyotes, whose name I always forget, Johnson, Donkey. Speaking of snakes, there's a guy that Beast. discovered the largest snake in the world. He was, uh, And the guy got in the water with this green anaconda to measure it and to swim along with it. 26 feet long, 440 pounds. Holy wow. cow. That's pretty good That's size. Nice. People are asking the question. This is viable. Ask Brady if it's possible to be water or ground flown somewhere. He just said they were air flown. That's a good point. When you say air flown, it's kind of uh, <laughs> kind of assume that. Helicopters, maybe. Yeah. We're just flown. Airlifted. Just flown. We get the it air was, part. It was flown by water. Yeah, that's that's called. That's what he was asking. For, uh, that's right? called hurled. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. What do you got? Videos. I about? got one. One video. Heroic video. Oh, good. This is a dog rescue. Husky falls through the ice. Oh, the lake. Who saves him? The guy just goes. This guy gets in us, and he has to in crack an through ice lakes. He's got to walk through all this thin ice lake water to get to a husky who's about and a couple fifty times feet. Thicker in most parts. This is is this uh, John Snow and one of his white wolves? It is. This Look dog at the, is the dog's working, can. but a husky's got good uh, hair for this, so he's not bad if he can keep moving. The guy's almost there. Listen, to all these cowards on the shore cheering. Well, they're trying him. to call the dog to encourage it to keep sure, trying to get sure. out of there. They're they're also doing nothing, Brady. They, they can call the dog all they want. That dog's struggling. The only man doing anything is the guy who cut out there and grabbed him. Look at this dude. Winter is coming. We have to make sure we understand it. What was his dog's name in Game of Thrones? His, uh... His wolf? Dire wolf. Dire wolf. But, yeah, it did have a name. My trusty dire wolf. Winter is coming. And all you cowards stood on the shore. Here's the follow-up. It says, there he is in the house. Amy's now on The Bachelor. He's carrying away. <laughs> That's the same that, dog? I, don't know. I think oh. Jon Snow... It's part of the same the name post. His... <laughs> Dire Wolf was Skippy. Yeah, was it Skippy? It. I've named him Skippy. <laughs> John Jones. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> come, Skippy, come. And the White Walkers are like, "What do you call him?" Skippy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Time out in the war. Did John <laughs> Snow name his dog Skippy? And this is my other Dire Wolf patches. Patches and Skippy are your dire wolf. You, you know what? Reset this thing. The writing got terrible in the show. Boo! Attack! Uh-oh, looks like he's got poopy butt. The whole episode where the dire wolf had poopy butt. It's going to take hours to get this out of his hair. Yeah, they should have shown that where they're cutting stuff out of the hair. I'm hair. a bastard son. Cleaning poopy butt from my dire wolf. Ghost was the dog's Ghost, name that's name. right. Pretty good name. Ghost was pretty solid. Poopy butt. <laughs> Ghost has poopy butt. Everybody who's got a long-haired dog knows the horrors of poopy butt. 
Where's the Clippers? Nothing worse got a than dangler. Poopy. Not even the dangler. When they actually just explode poopy oh, button that, and that. it's all over. And then they try to clean it themselves and they come back in the house like, dude, I gave it a run. I think I made things worse. I'm pretty sure I made it worse. I do that now with bus running around the house. Hey, guys, when I look at Frank's bottom, he's got the poopy bump. <laughs> I love For some that. reason, that's Bus's voice. I love that that's Bus's voice. You guys have no idea. You got to respect someone's space. He's got the poopy bump. He would be right it's on Letterkenny. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Letterkenny dog. Awesome. Jack sat down on him the other day, and I'm just sitting there watching. He's looking at me. Can you believe this guy? Just plopped right down. And I'm like, are you mad, bus? And he gets up and he climbs all over me. You got to respect the man's space. You can't just go sit and plopping down on somebody like that. Or is he Jordan Peterson? He's Jordan Peterson. He's Shorzy. He's all of it. I want to go outside and play tree ball. It's not. It's not. It's not that. Listen. Look. Give your balls a tug. Listen up. It's all day with me. I'm alone at the house and bus and I have full conversations. Are you going to watch another episode of Air Disasters? Are we going outside to play tree ball? He's got this ball tied to a tree branch he's just addicted to. I thought you shredded it in here the one day. I've ordered. we got 30. Oh, you got more? Chewy. And he doesn't chew them up at home. The only place he's ever chewed stuff up is here, and he chews stuff up here. It's because I'm bored. <laughs> you got to give me things to do. Locking me up with nobody to play I with. No one. I got no Yarly. I got no Jack Ham. I don't like playing with Frank. He's always got poopy butt. I forgot I got a text earlier from uh, Mike Ice. Oh, yeah? He and his uh, wife, Michelle, are celebrating their eighth anniversary. Okay. Of COVID? Riddled. Isn't he the COVID co- guy? Covered. Yeah. Mike Ice. Yeah, that's the guy who gave you COVID nearly. Another good news, he's moving to Houston. Good. Great news. Adios. <laughs> Petri dish. <laughs> Houston, prepare. So long, swamp boy. Houston, mask up. Tried to kill Brady the first weeks of COVID. <laughs> Just allergies. <sighs> Who's up? <coughs> hey, Brady, you heard about this worldwide uh, epidemic? This whole thing's taken. <clears throat> I don't know anything about it. Michelle, be... keep him healthy. Yeah, he's got a month to live. All right, you got anything? I got one. All right, knock it. We're gonna be a little light with me for a little yeah, while. My uh, content God. creators, uh, he's having an issue right now. So, so, we can uh, all use a break. They, they're, a, they're on to him. Got a medical is still here, so he's getting a little. Oh, that's true, Brady. Yeah, so. I didn't think of that. We got Bailey. It'll get worse, actually. Yeah, uh, I'll keep it light today. This is okay. some uh, fun with whipped cream, apparently. Oh, oh, oh no. It seems like a children's story, but it's about to go haywire. All right, here we go. Fun with whipped cream. Okay, it's a guy uh, with nice. his anus aimed at the ceiling and a woman with a evidently on chemotherapy. It's a butt whipping. And she's putting all the whipped cream in his anus while he's sipping loading in some sort of weird... <laughs> wow, that's the wow, whole, that's can, the whole can, and none of it is wow. even showing up yet. Oh, God. Oh, no. Arr. Oh, she's got it. They've got a target oh, on the wall. No. It's about a four foot shot. He's aiming his butt at a bullseye on the wall. And here is a slow mo. The reason I thought she was on chemo because she's wearing a bandana like somebody was like chemo, lost her hair, but she's now, now I get it. She's dressed as a pirate and they're firing, firing the cannons. <laughs> Had a sheet with a target on it, which he's missing, by the way. He's getting to the sheet, he's but he's way high. not even close to the target. She needs to guide better. That is a full can of <laughs> whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's some fun in the video. Yeah, once that's a, while. a good one. Oh, right? that? <laughs> hey, I have oh, to my fart. God. That's how that has to happen. Hey, I got a fart and I've got an idea. Okay, hold the fart in. Go get the can of Ready Whip. 
but is it we're going to try know, wouldn't something. An, wouldn't an enema do the same thing? You hold that in, don't you? No, an enema would come with a lot of extra. Oh, it does? Oh. Well, that, that gas that comes out of the out of the ready whip, though, too, would yeah, be in So that might be the firing. Yeah. That could be it. Because she did do it upside down yeah. properly, so the gas is going in right. It's not all gas. Uh, right. That's true. It fills them with air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's like a man front fart. It's just he's being filled with air. <laughs> yeah. And he makes that Kawasaki 125 noise. <laughs> <laughs> Got a two-stroke. <laughs> yeah, a little two-stroke. Except them with some ping pong balls. That's interesting. And actually, the first time I've watched a Brett video and thought, I might want to try this. <laughs> the nozzle is not unreasonable to no. go in there. No. You can well, do it, it by have, yourself, it too. pointy ends, though. You just have to be very careful Delicate. with the lubricant. <laughs> and then you only need yourself, because all you got to do is get it in there, squeeze, and then tilt the bottle. A little, and then that noise, Brady's one great impression. <laughs> His Whitney Houston one was good. Okay, I'll give him two. That's a good one. All right, we'll give him two. There's so many of them. The late Whitney Houston. He doesn't do a very good living Whitney Houston. The former Whitney Houston. Brady's got a really good take on that. (laughs) That and a ready whip can going into a guy's ass. That's where he's, you know, that's where his his guidance counselor was right. He knew when he was going to shine. There you go, everybody. That's your Brady report. And uh, try that today with your ready whip. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98 KUPD. We got ourselves. Well, there's a little dilemma. We'll get into that in a second. But Brady evidently lied to someone yesterday in order to try to get out of cleaning stuff up. And then you felt bad, which is the good part of Brady. Is that after he lied to this person, Emily downstairs, who is QAnon crazy? She's nuts. She went after Brett, and then I panicked. Yeah, and I was like an eight-year-old boy oh, yeah. that broke a lamp, and Mom's yeah. giving me the Inquisition. So when you first walk in our building, there's a trash can next to Emily's desk, and evidently Brady just haphazardly chucked half a coffee and a bunch of donuts into her trash <laughs> and made a giant mess on her desk. So Brady comes in a little before five, does that all by himself. The next person in is me. And then usually someone named Lane comes in. I don't know if you come in that door. You come in the front. So yeah, I come in front. The side door is the only one you go by. So it was either you or me or Lane by the time Emily got here to find that out. So as I'm leaving yesterday, Emily goes, hey. She's queuing on. You're, be afraid <laughs> of that. to me, too. No, I was, that was the first time. I panicked. When she's mad, she's scary. And, and you know, she can, she can start an interaction in a second. Like, she's well armed. It was like January 6th down there. I mean, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. First things first, don't make fun of Emily. She's one of my greatest supporters downstairs. In fact, she's going to get a free pair of my new shoes, Air Disasters, airing every day on the Smithsonian Channel. So anyway, you go by Emily's desk. She goes, hey. I'm like, what? And she goes, hey, did you chuck coffee on my desk this morning? I'm like, I don't drink coffee. And then she goes, well, somebody threw a coffee thing in in my trash and got it all over my desk and didn't clean it up. And I'm like, Brett drinks coffee, but he doesn't come in this door. And And she goes, yeah, there was a bag from Dunkin' Donuts. And a coffee in my trash and coffee all over. And I'm like, that's Brady. And then she said, what? I'm like, the only other guy that would do it. And she goes, well, he admitted that he got the donuts, but he didn't have the coffee. It was a bagel. I'm like, this is bullshit. And I said, yeah, it was so bad. I was like, oh, no, yeah, I got the Brady admitted to throwing the donut bag from Dunkin' Donuts away. But I didn't get a coffee from that. That's not mine. the coffee in there? What idiot would do that? And he lied to her. And she goes, what? And I'm like, he lied to you. He's trying to get out of being a dick because he didn't realize he made a mess. Brady lied to you. You really think? I'm like, yeah. And then Brady just confessed. He, he called her later in the day to admit I, that he'd lied to her. 
Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Was I feel subject terrible. on the email. But you made the right choice by making it uh, telephonic rather than face-to-face. Because face-to-face, she'd have mopped the floors with She's your ass. kick your ass today. She'd have cleaned that desk with you. She came in this morning with uh, 10 munchkins, a bag of munchkins on her desk. Oh, did you drop off munchkins yeah, for her? Yeah. As a gift or more trash? No, for added forgiveness. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. You didn't just throw them on there like you did yesterday. No, I was. T- it was tempting. You didn't Here's- leave any crumbs on yeah. the desk, did you? I thought about getting a fake accident spill and put it on <laughs> Did you desk. know? Be honest when you dropped it off. Here's your breakfast, you f- bitch. No, I just left it there. She wasn't in. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Did you whisper I'll it to her I'll say that chair? when I go yeah. when I leave tomorrow. Did you enjoy right, your later breakfast, on. you f- butthole? <laughs> you see? Yeah, you're the one who... But I thought it was very funny that you did that. You chucked coffee all over her desk. You got called on it. But you admitted to the Dunkin' Donuts bag. This is like OJ <laughs> saying, so yeah, those are my gloves. Yeah. Like, but I, I didn't wear them. But I didn't wear those. Those aren't. I didn't do that. Like I said, it was the. It was like you're nine years old again. Did you? Why break not just tell lamp? it? Did I make a mess? I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, because you. I didn't, coward. Because Emily scared. Well, well when that's she climbed what, on Brett. I'm oh like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm no, she, taken out. It was not a pleasant confrontation. No. I walked by, and she immediately. Hey, I'm like, what? What's your problem? <laughs> and I like Emily. I had no we idea the amount of shakedown that was going oh, on. It was a hit. But she had already spoken to you and Brett. And I said, Brett drinks coffee, but I don't think he brings it in. He gets it upstairs. No, I, I make like, it upstairs. That's yeah. Brady. He usually has like a strawberry milkshake smoothie frappe something. And then uh, I didn't know he got a bag of donuts every morning, too. He's hiding that from everybody. But. <laughs> it's a bagel. Well, I don't believe that at all. The bag of donuts and a 14-ounce or a 40-ounce coffee of, of varying flavors. Sometimes you come in here with that. It's pink and frosty. It's a, it's a milk. I mean, getting the hazelnut bark coffee. All right. Either way. You have, a milk, you have a milkshake and a bag of donuts, and you chucked it on her desk, and you lied to her. <laughs> Two dozen donuts and a coffee. Fact of the matter is, you lied to her, and then, but good for you, Brady's yeah. an honest guy. Eventually, took. But a how did you hours. walk out with the lie? Why did I just do that? I'm like I was kind of giggling, like I'm like a little kid. <laughs> it's the worst. Well, because as I'm telling her, like ah, that wasn't my. my did coffee. you? Uh, She's giving me that motherly look. Because she knew. Yeah, she's like. Really? So you went to Dunkin' Donuts, threw she it in knew. my trash, and someone else went to Dunkin' Donuts, also threw it in my trash. Yeah. All before she got here. I could have I put garbage. it all on Shannon. What Maybe you, it was Shannon. Yeah, that's the Yeah, because Shannon would leave work at midnight, Yeah, go to Dunkin' Donuts, come back, and throw stuff <laughs> out. Yep, and yeah, there was still ice in the Loads in the of sense. I was yeah. going to blame it on Kiss, the next morning show. <laughs> they don't even come in there. No, no. <laughs> they did that morning. <laughs> The bag of Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, that's mine. The cup from Dunkin' Donuts, that's a mystery. Bye now! Next time you need to write Mahoney on the side yeah. of the bag and throw it in there. I think Patrick Mahomes threw his cup away in there. Done. I don't know why you're on me. Check the guy in the flowery shirt. Magnum P.I.G. must be drinking all the milkshakes and eating the donuts. It's actually not a bad idea. That's my new nickname for him, Magnum P.I.G. Anyway, anybody who's a little oversized in a flowery shirt gets that nickname for me. Uh, Also, uh, how was One Love? I'm being asked. uh, Oh, yeah. How was Brady's review of your extensive knowledge of the Bob Marley movie? My guess is, and I didn't say this yesterday, you didn't understand a word what was going on. That Jamaican accent is not easy. No. Even, even for me who loves accents and stuff and can dabble in Jamaican accent in its purest form, you're not paying it. You're not following that. And I, I was going to say that yesterday, movie, but I didn't uh, want to tell you. Um, 
course you do, but Snatch. Sure. And the Pikey. Oh, yeah. It's that. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt's an executive producer on this mm. film, but it was that. It was like, I, yeah. I need subtitles. You yeah. could follow along enough. The Jamaican but accent is impossible, impossible. around Jamaicans. It, it, like, if you get two Jamaicans talking to each other, it's a different And that's language. what it was. And yeah. they did not, I mean, it was. Yeah. So I knew you were wasting your time when you said you were going to that in the first place. And I almost said it yesterday. I'm like, no, <laughs> let him go. So you fell asleep how fast? Did not. I know in kidding. the first 15 minutes, I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, might as well take a nap. I could <laughs> doze. But I, and then for some reason, <laughs> I remained awake. You, you kept it together. Yeah. And were um, the only the people story, in the theater? Yeah. Uh, I would say if you go to see the movie, look up uh, Research Rastafari, the religion. Oh, there's a lot about that. Yes. And you have to kind of know a little bit. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know enough about it, but I could get the gist of it. You know, I have no interest at all in the lazy f- lifestyle of the reggae. And the ones they would go. Um, so anyway, it was it was kind of boring. How many, it was. how many white people reggae. wearing the knit yeah. caps were there? <laughs> yeah, did you have any hacky sack knit cap whites? <laughs> I think there Community might have been college stars. Two other people in the theater. Yeah, you oh, and wow. Kirby. Yeah, and did Kirby like it? And um, <laughs> no, she that, said it was okay. <laughs> she's just like you. You yeah. can't say something it's like sucks. you know you. It's you know you can, It's kind of cool. And whether or not um, to see the background of them, how they would go into the studio and record. Right. When you <laughs> mentioned the lazy, it was just jamming, mm-hmm. and they'd come up with some stuff. Because like, it's lazy reggae. It's easy. It's a, it's one song. But he they definitely just write was new driven, and you know the whole part of him was uh, uniting. Jamaica with his music, and then he went over to Africa and had a big concert. Right. Um, there's things that you you like. Did they no mention- idea how many albums that sold? And I knew you know a lot. And the other thing was it was right. You know when that was coming out, um, I was just I was in high school, yeah, and I'd been out for a couple Yuck. of years the, when the reggae thing kind of hit. I remember uh, when I first was in radio, they told me on a weekend. That I got to interview uh, Bob Marley's wife, Rita, on a Saturday at like seven thirty in the morning, and I had to—I was new, so I had to play pretend I liked reggae or knew anything about it. And I was really nice and stuff. I wish I could do that interview again. She's not with us anymore. She was super sweet, but my—I would have been so much different knowing now. Like I did nothing of like as far. I'm like, oh, this will be neat. Like people like this, and I just assumed, and, and there were people at the station that showed up. They were all excited. White people in tie dyed shirts. I'm like, this is offensive. Like everything about what was going on in the hall was bad. And she was nice, but I I pretended to like reggae. It's one of my fakest moments you, on radio ever. I just I play pretended like I was really into it, and I would probably. And she kept going, come to the fest. I'm like, no, nah, I, I got stuff going on. And you felt a little bit similar to the We Are the World documentary yeah. that this was kind of sugarcoated. Oh, the of life course. that he was living. Right. It's like the Queen documentary. And the family's response. It, or the movie. Exactly. The Queen movie is horrible because it is all lies. And it's and the, well, the frustrating you, you thing is. you wanted to see some of you know, they just dabbled the a little bit of the parties. Why are we doing a movie about Freddie Mercury if we're going to make it up? Yeah. And that was the thing that I hated. Brian May and Roger, what's his name, were part of it. And they're like, yeah, nobody needs to know what really happened. None of this actually occurred. It's all out of order. Like the, they didn't know he had AIDS during the final concert yet. 
And he's coughing. And they made it look like it seem like it was, was the final right. rally was up, and it was two years after. Yeah, it was garbage. It was a mess. That's what a lot of people are saying about Straight Outta Compton too. There was a lot of stuff that was totally that, yeah. that Dre and Ice Cube took liberties with. Like right, like the big pool party that he was accused of rape. They yeah. dodged that. They threw that chick down the stairs. Right. and beating up Michelle and all why that kind of stuff. We, yeah, Michelle came out and yeah. she's like, and the other lady that used to host. I can understand why they held off on that. I don't. Then don't make a movie. Movie. But don't no, make a movie about yourself. When we, yeah, but the difference is we know. Like if we already know, like oh yeah, remember when that happened? And then you put in the movie the event where the, the bad things happened. No, not even that. Like if like if we had a thing where it's like okay, I'm going to make a movie about myself, and everybody knows I killed that guy in August at that uh, bar party we had. But we're going to include the bar party. We're just going to omit the killing. Like everybody's going to be well, what about the killing? That was the event that that happened at. You know, it's like having the Vince Neil thing and they dodge the part where he leaves the party and kills the guy. Yeah. It's what's the point? In, in that part, you know, where it's the uh, directors freelancing, winging it, the scene where the, the shooter comes back. Oh, and they said, well, that yeah, was, it was yeah, few. Right. It was a few years later. It wasn't a few days later. But and, know, it, it comes and back. Who and cares? It, you, you really didn't need to have that in there. Right. And, and, yeah, it doesn't advance the story. But I knew you were going to have trouble with that. How many hacky sacks do you give it? Yeah, out of three, Two bumper clops. Two out of five? Wow. Two out of five. Two out of five. That's pretty bad. Why not one? You didn't understand most of it. You didn't care. You didn't. <laughs> one, um, because I wasn't mad at it. it oh. uh, one is like, I can't believe, I felt like I was completely duped on this. No. And it's just horrible. Yeah. It's not bad news. That's how you get a one. I see. This guy said, thank you for saying it. I'm so happy I'm not the only one who hated the Queen movie. Yeah, the Queen movie was a, such a massive I love the music part of it. And the, well, listen to the record. Yeah. The well, Queen the movie. He did a good I job. I think the reenactment he was fine. The performance, the performance was good. His was, performance was, was pretty good, cool. Meh. Meh. Whatever. They put some buck teeth in a guy. Like Rami Malek with those... Yeah, chicklets in his mouth. They dabbled in like they just they, nothing about it was. It was a garbage movie. It was Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox is the same movie as Queen. It's this, and it was funny to me to watch that and go, "Haven't they seen Dewey Cox yet?" To know that this this template of biopic is dead because Dewey Cox said, "Here's how these work." And made it and made it a joke. It also had all the formulas in there too. You have the uh, band manager that's skimming money, right? And, the, it, and even Austin Powers was so effective at parodying uh, the Bond movies that Bond had to go through a massive overhaul to not be Austin Powers anymore. Because Austin Powers essentially used the playbook of James Bond and then added great jokes. And remember when it came out, uh, the Pierce Brosnan Bond movie came out right at the height of Austin Powers stuff. And they had Robert Carlyle as the bad guy who was bald with a scar on his face. And you're like... Have they not seen Austin Powers yet? Or oh, Robert a... Wagner? No, 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 no. Robert what? Wagner was in Austin Powers. Powers Robert but... Carlyle was in the Bond movie. Was in the Bond movie? The one with uh, Pierce Brosnan. He was the bad guy. While Austin Powers was wow. making fun of all okay. the Bond stuff. And that was the one with uh, Denise Richards at the end. When it was almost Austin Powers-esque when her name was uh, Christmas. Yeah. And it, the last line in the movie, Bond is on top of her and he, and he rolls over and he goes, I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, they are Austin Power. They had to go through the whole thing and redo it all. How was how was uh, like the music bios? Like was Rocket Man the same way? And 
The Rocket Man at least tried to be unique and different, but I don't okay. think that was. I, but you said the Elvis they one was a, good. Elvis one was great. That was just a and great that has telling. Its, Whether it's you know, real or not yeah. didn't matter. It was entertaining to a point of like, wow, this is a great way to tell a story. And Austin Butler was so incredibly good. It's it's sick. So then you go back and the ones that are you know like when they did the, uh, Johnny Cash, great movie. But that's what and Dewey Ray Cox Charles. looked at. Those were the yeah. same exact yeah. movies, just with new. They just placed new people in it. And that's why Dewey Cox is so funny because we'd seen Ring of Fire and we'd seen Ray. And we realized kind of the same movie, uh, different guys going through the same exact things and then the timelines. But Dewey Cox is brilliant at just deconstructing that movie making experience. <laughs> what did Brady hate more, Hitler or One Love? You don't hate either, but uh, what's worse, One Love Hitler. or Hitler? Hitler's worse. Way worse. Now, you said that you don't but know. But the it. other cool still thing hate at Hitler One Love, it was filmed in three different Chiba huts. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and you should get a free Chiba hut for having that ticket. Uh, speaking of money, this is an interesting thing I saw today. Three quarters of Americans evidently want to get paid every day. Um, they did a little survey. Would you want that? No. Me neither. So uh, they said that, that three-quarters of American workers think that with the way things work now immediately, why do we have to wait two weeks for paychecks? So they offered up this uh, the survey that I thought this was wildly interesting that said uh, it's harder for people to save money. And they said and during the, the world of streaming delivery, next up on-demand compensation is what people uh, want. Biweekly paychecks uh, is on the cusp of disruption. Uh, and they have done a certain 74% of people surveyed said, yeah, if you paid me every day, that would be better. So your Isn't, account you know, gets a day-to-day pay, like your, your account would grow by that day. You get it once a week, like Friday's payday. You I get it know, every I Friday. I don't know if people still like do in, that. In, in, I thought in construction, it kind of worked that way. Well, I think if you're doing Home Depot construction. Right. You know, I, don't yeah. think, I think lot, everything's yeah. through ADP or those yeah. services now. Right. I don't think anybody does week-to-week pay. If they do, it's rare. That's people that are living rare. without, you know, above their means. Oh, absolutely. They're but just they, trying yeah, to get paid daily. They want money every yep. day because yep. they're spending money every day. Yep. Yeah, I totally But the agree. reason, oh, oh, yeah, I guess so. Unless you're a subcontractor, it's still that way because you could be, you know, one job could take you a week. The other, they're not going to. You know, hold on. Okay, but I think they're talking like a regular job, like us coming in here right. five days a week. Yeah, if not, you're, you know, if you're a hired hand, you get paid for the job you do. That's yeah. not biweekly pay. That's not weekly pay. That's just did you do the job or not? But yeah, I mean, most contractors but pay their subs every two weeks. I just immediately thought when they said three quarters, I'm like, man, that's going to be trouble because you're not, you know, one of the the reason why the biweekly can help too is you got to learn to budget, right? But that's what he's saying, like they overspend. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. No. I don't know who they interviewed. Three-quarters of people. I worked in a restaurant, man. It's harder to save money when you've got money in hand every single day. If you've got cash in hand every day, you get a little cavalier with it. There's a certain part of making you wait a couple weeks for your check that's better. I don't see a benefit in it. No. Uh, except for wildly responsible people. And if you've met society, you know there's only like three left on the whole planet. I consider myself to be at least a little responsible with money. And I know if I had a paycheck every single day, I watched my account grow every day. Mentally, I would think I can't go backwards. It would screw me up. So don't do that. Just if somebody asks you, say, keep it the same. At least until I'm out of work. And then you guys go do whatever you want. I'll be on an island. <laughs> I'm getting out. Uh, but the weekly pay thing, I, I don't, if, if you still get that, that's a, that was a, 
This guy says, uh, a landscape company. I said, I work at the largest landscape company in the world. They refuse to change to two weeks. And he said, they do 15 years. We get paid every Friday. To me, that just means they're ready to fire. I think there's still a lot of Friday. I don't know if there's a lot. I think there's some. Man, most of the time. And they even switched it up to where... As long as there's check cashing places. They do it. And here's the reason why, and this is the controversy of it, is that uh, people know how to advertise and market to you better if we all get paid on the same day. There's a lot of people saying here, well, we get paid weekly. And that's fine. That's yeah. different. But that's not every day. No, right. And no, but I was yeah. making that point. I think there's... But if they have knowledge of when majority of society gets money, marketing is different. And trust me, with the internet, they want that. And the internet wants you to get paid every day, too. Absolutely. They'll start algorithming you to death. So we're not smart enough to get money every day. I don't think, as a group. And that's still pretty tight. Even the weekly side, you know, you're talking about five days to uh Yeah, you no, know, it's tight. But I mean, that's one of the things that I would, I would imagine that's a small percentage. I would probably say that's probably 15% of pay is weekly. I would imagine. Of like people who have jobs, not just hired help. We got construction guys, welders, stuff like that. Yeah. They're all, I would saying, imagine. Well, I get weekly. Yeah. And I, I wonder if that's if, trade, you're, yeah, if it's trade stuff where you're on a job that isn't like you're not going to be there for what about, years on um, end. Yeah. I wonder how it works for like if you're McDonald's or oh, I guess it's part time. Yeah. I think so. They're yeah, part of the machine. So. Yeah. Anyway, stop it. Stop spending your money and stop making people think this is a good idea. I worry because I watch advertising and marketing stuff kind of closely. And I know for a fact they would they'd feed on you guys like piranhas if you had money in your account every day. Oh, it would be like drugs. Anyway, uh, we got ourselves a Rock Wars coming up. Who won? You, you did. Uh, I won last week. That's right. Uh, Rock Wars coming up in just moments. We'll get ready for that. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. Just about time for that Rock Wars, and I think we all know with what's going on here, what's about to happen here in Rockwood. I won last week. Brett won the week before. Yeah. But I stole it, and then I won again last week. So technically, I'm just the winner. Uh, but this week, we've had, I mean, the soap opera that's developed to start each show the last two days has been spectacular. We filled you in yesterday about this time, but it's too good to pass up. The soap opera that's developing between one of our big listeners, who we don't know, and somebody brought it up, like, I wonder if he's, he's like, the wife that emailed this and started to complain about him said he loves the show, he's, he loves us, he's been a fan for a long time. I wonder if we've met him at one of the events. I wonder if we've met these crazy people. If he's that big of a listener, I guarantee I we bet have. You he's been to One of us has. Right? Yeah, at least one of us has. Yeah. Like, so, uh, uh, anyway, the wife emailed. She caught her husband of 11 years and father of one of her kids. Almost two, but one of them didn't make it. A bone and away. It was a miscarriage. It wasn't like a late term. Uh, bone and away with her brother in the kitchen on, on President's Day Monday when she came home early from work. And evidently he had the day off and he was abusing it. So she writes this big long letter to us saying, I caught my husband doing this with my brother. And I hate this. I hate him, blah, blah, blah. And then offered up the fact that she would be willing to sleep with just about anybody in her bed at home. To get back at him while he still lives there. Like, she wanted to have... But most of our listeners are like, I'll do it, but I need her tested first because her husband's been dabbling in the 
the poop pickle way too much. And so you got that going. And this morning, come to work, pop on my emails and find that the dude who got caught boning the brother-in-law, his co-worker, maybe, maybe him, has emailed in and said, this lady that emailed you has done this before. She showed up at his work in a bikini and said she hasn't been sexually satisfied. And if anybody wants at her, let's do this because she's not married to a real man. And this was before she found out he was gay or maybe she knew and just didn't say anything. And she's nuts and she's on meds and she's on drugs and don't trust that there's two sides and who knows what's her. It's been the best soap opera I've ever been a part of in 25 years. Fantastic. So we need a theme song for the KUPD listener soap opera. A theme song that plays every time one of these nutbags emails us and says, by the way, here's something. And the only reason she emailed us, according to her, was that she wanted us, she knew we'd talk about it, it's too good not to, to uh, out her husband by name, where he works and all that. We didn't use names. I'm not using names. I'm not using where the guy works, although people figured it out who worked with him because he didn't show up for work. (laughs) Kind of understood the situation. Uh, full-on theme song for the soap opera that is the KUPD audience. So the audience is not this situation? Anytime we have a situation similar to this, we can play this song to start the soap opera again. It's another facet of life here in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, in, the, in town in a little town called KUPD. All right. Uh, sorry from Buck Cherry's band. Right. That's too easy. Right. No yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But we want something that, like, every time it's like, oh, I got another, uh, you know, facet of the soap opera we can plug into this thing because soap operas always have like seven or eight storylines yeah. this is one of our storylines another one would be like you know uh and you get the guy who got caught in the sting operation you know that dude that's pretty good and he emailed us about this that and the other and we got uh, this other guy that we saw at the comedy show back in december and i looked at him i said he scares me and brady said how long have you been sitting and he throws up both hands 10 years I'm like oh my god he clearly has just gotten out of prison he emails me stories all the time we can incorporate all that anytime i got an email i got to read that is kupd audience driven the soap opera that is the you that's it so you can help us out holmberg at 98kupd.com and then you can be for this situation too it can be the the kickoff of the whole thing uh, it's, if you want to uh, text 97936, you can throw it up on Facebook, your suggestions, everything else. You want to help us out, we're more than willing to listen, and we'll have a Rock Wars game coming at you right next. It's 98. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And away we go. It is Wednesday. It is 938. It's time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy known Simply as Rock Wars. And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000 or more. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process. Just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Ask for the Byron special. Happy birthday. Got to be close. I got that the other day. Yeah, it was a great special. It is. All you're going to do is ask. Uh, the theme for this today is, we, we look, the soap opera that's going on out there amongst this and the audience is all in on it, and everybody's got speculation. And listen to the podcast for the opening breaks from yesterday and today's show. Uh, it's it's fascinating. These people are going through it. A woman basically walked into her house and caught her husband having sex with her brother. Eleven-year marriage. All this, like, oh, my God, that poor woman. Then she says uh, she offers up her vagina to all the listeners to get back at him. 
Like, this is terrible. All she's going through, she snapped. Then I get an email today from the, the husband's co-worker that says, oh, no, don't trust that wife. She's a looney tune. She's offered her vagina to everyone at work a couple of times while she was caked out on psych meds. <laughs> so this soap opera just gets better and better and better. And I don't care how many psych meds you're on. If you catch me having sex with your brother, that takes the headlines. Yeah, but she's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. That being said. Click, 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 You still, my friend, were having sex with her brother in the kitchen. Oh, but she's nuts, you see. All right. Put that that on the back burner for a second. Let's talk about the other thing. Uh, So we need a theme song for whenever these emails come in because it's two days in a row. I don't think this is going to end anytime soon. For when the soap opera grows. And I know we'll get more emails from other people about other things like this. We need a theme song for when these things happen. Our soap opera for KUPD grows. Brett, what would you like to hear? I'm going to start. All right. Uh, you know, I think that every situation has its own theme song. I don't mm-hmm. think you can really sure. just have a – I don't think there's a blanket song. And this one is probably our craziest one so far this year. Yeah. And I think the boys – I think Surge and the boys in System of a Down best said it in with lyrics like, everybody living out, everybody Fs, everybody living out, everybody sucks, <laughs> everybody living out, everybody cries, everybody living out, everybody yeah. dies. Violent pornography from System of a Down. Great song. All right. Violent pornography. Because that's what it is. When she came in. The sodomy's in there. Okay, and sodomy. And I used to sing until I paid more attention when he listened to this part right here. It's a violent pornography. I used to say. Touching tips and sodomy. I thought there you go. I was oops. There's a little. And that's what you see. That's what she seen when she walked into the to the kitchen. And that's what she was looking at. Touching tips and sodomy. Even though those aren't the words, that's what I've been singing for a long time. Violent pornography is good. That is a system of a down. I like that a lot. Well done, Brady. I think the song that I picked. it tends to lead to uh, what most of the stories that we get, it, it's a betrayal that's happening. Someone yes. has wronged somebody. Relationship right. breaks down. So I went with BF My V, <laughs> Your Betrayal. That's Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah. Your Betrayal's pretty solid. Always a betrayal. But we do have stories of murder, which I guess is some, somewhat of a betrayal. We have occasional stories of uh, I'm looking at it as a general as a... Yeah. You know, as the world turns. This yeah. This is the song theme. we would use for when we have more of it. She did what? Yeah. Apparently he did song what? Was the longest intro ever. Yeah, it's uh, a long it's one. typical. Am I going This is a good one. BF maybe is solid as well. Well done. Your betrayal. I, uh, I like both of your suggestions. But from my standpoint as the host of the show... It's only us, guys. We're the only ones with anything to gain here. We'll take these Looney Tune nutbag face stories and we'll air them, and it's only good for our ratings. So I encourage it. I think it's Nutbag Central. We are your landing place, and we will gladly read your nutbag stories to the other nutbags out there with a smile on our face and say these words. It's a wonderful world. I see trees of green. It's time to dip into the wonderful world of KUPD. Every time we get an email, I could see this one churning in the background. Because guess what? It just means more money and ratings for us. And I think that's awesome. 
This will play when the ratings books come out. <laughs> with stories like this, <laughs> right? Larry's going to be yeah. the satchmo walking down yeah, the hallway. That's exactly with the right. Which Larry occasionally gets called that for some reason. <laughs> I'm satchmo. I'm calling him that every day. Why do you guys call me that? No reason. <laughs> Nobody said it better than Louis. When you take the irony and the sarcasm of what's going on and make it a wonderful world, it's the one we live in. So there you go. Louis is our third choice. Now, you must vote. Theme for this lunacy that goes on amongst this show and it somehow gets back to us. Holmberg at 98kupd.com is one way to vote. Text the word WARS, 97936. You can do it there. You can Facebook or you can call us. five. No Facebook. All right. Screw Facebook. Nobody's ever liked that thing anyway. <laughs> Uh, phone up, 585-9800. We'll use the last call. We'll see if John Gordon is the ultimate decider. Rock Wars, will it be Brett's song, System of a Down, Violent Pornography? Will it be Brady's song, BF Mavie, Your Betrayal, or will it be mine, The Great Satchmo? What a wonderful world. Rock Wars winner coming up next. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Sorry. All right, it's Rock Wars. Let's find out who won this damn thing. Uh, will it be for our soap opera theme song where everybody wins? If you're not the guy getting banged in the kitchen, you're not the guy banging in the kitchen, you're not the wife watching your husband bang your brother in the kitchen, everybody else wins. What a mess. But I'm glad you came to us. I'm glad you turned to us and not wasted your time with, you know, Whatever, the balls and strikes show over at 101.3 or whatever the hell's going on. <laughs> Mostly balls. Uh, it is uh, our soap opera theme song for all the emails that come in from your guys' crazy mixed up lives that we use as fodder on the air. Brett chose uh, System of a Down, Violent Pornography. Brady chose BF Movie, uh, Your Lord Betrayal. Betrayal. And I used uh, Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. And uh, right now on the emails, I have won it 10 to 6 to 5. Over Brett and then Brady. And it starts off just Rock Wars. Vote for John. Immediate vote for the Chancellor today. Reminds me of a scene in Madagascar where the song plays while the lion attempts to eat his friend. Which is what this crazy broad's going to do when her gay husband <laughs> finally gets in there and she goes off those meds. Uh, this one says, I'm going to go with Bert on this one. Sorry, bro. I love that system of a down. Cheryl. Says, Holmberg. You good, sir, the only one that made me laugh out loud this morning with your selection. The irony of that song paired with what the subject is. I could see playing in the background of Level 20 drowning out the noise from what was cooking in the kitchen. I don't even know what that means, but I have a feeling it's a gay code. Uh, come on, John. Why did you go with such a puss song for Rock Wars? Satchmo's no puss. I'm voting for Brett. So you all have great picks this week, but I'm go- uh, even the Dirty Guido. But I'm going with you, <laughs> Chancellor, because I just love that song. Bumbleclot Brady, how did you not go with anything Marley after yesterday? You're no fan. <laughs> Uh, fantastic topic this morning, rooted in the strange reality of life. Brett, you've made a great selection. And finally, Brady made an honest attempt at Rock Wars. But after hearing your choice of Louis Armstrong, what a wonderful world, it makes sense. We all are beneficiaries of the craziness of your listeners, signed Ian. Uh, I hate myself for this, John, but I'm going to vote for old Pop Pop. I just like that song better than the other two. I'm going to flog myself as penance for the rest of the day. Uh... Says just like his videos, Brett's submission gave me visions of things I just didn't want to see. <laughs> he gets my vote this week because he made me picture sodomy on the radio. Good job. <laughs> if you want to picture sodomy on the radio, uh, just tune down to 93.3. <laughs> 
It's All actually day, it says day. it on their billboards. KDKB, sodomy on the radio. Is that uh, their next morning show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sodomy and dustpan. <laughs> Mornings on Kitty Uh Toledo, what do you got over there? You got any of you got text, uh, right, right now, Brett has forty six percent of the vote, and okay. you're in second. You're close, John. Right, close Brady's it up. Bringing up a long third. John G picking number one through five, I'm guessing. Yep. All right. Number four, he says. And number four is the email, which I've walked away with. That's another win for me. Nice. Glorious. Love it. And it is fitting to have this in the background. So we'll have to remember this next time I get an email about this topic, which hopefully is today, so we can keep the writing alive. This will never end. Every Monday. Leaving us with a cliffhanger. I love it. Uh, the, The soap opera theme song is Louis Armstrong. Wonderful world. And it's perfect because Satchmo will play. We'll do the entertainment drill. And then our own Satchmo will take over for uh, middays. We don't know why we call him that, but it seems to fit. Satchmo McFeely. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. Listen to this. Come on. And just picture walking into a kitchen watching two dudes doing it. trees It's out of control now. I made myself laugh. That's ridiculous. All right, that's gross. Can't uh, have those sounds while. Yes, you can. That's the whole point of what we're up there. Listen to that beautiful thing. She won't be home for hours. What? She's here. What? Just keep going. The best brother-in-law ever. They were stuck like a pair of dogs. They couldn't see them. They could hose them off. Anyway, all right. That's enough of that stupidity. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, Louie is the winner, and that is our theme song for our uh, soap opera that is brewing. Actually, Please, by all means, co-workers, other family members, uh, crazy lady wants to get naked for everybody, and gay guys. Reminds everybody. me of this, actually. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's the guy elbowing. He's, he's elbows deep in two Whoa, different dudes. There you go, Brady. John, have you seen this? <laughs> I, I've seen this. Look. Watch from the beginning. Watch there, this. It's, watch a, it's a mountain bike video, John. Watch. This guy mountain biking comes around the corner. Got to grab a beer on this next jump. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're not done yet, John. Wait. There's more. It gets good. Ah, there. There. Look. Rosebuds. Ah. <laughs> That's what she walked into. into. She walked into that. She walked into one of Brett's videos. Oh. Oh. Wondering. Probably heard that scream. <laughs> Probably. Oh, Seeing red rosebuds. <laughs> she goes into the fridge for a beer, closes the fridge door, turns around, and that's what she's seen. Look at that rosebud. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's like being in Pasadena in January. Anyway, it's time now for Brady to entertain us. Thank you very much, Satchmo. Uh, it's uh, the entertainment drills brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, and everything you've ever wanted is involved there with self-defense stuff, especially what they're offering right now, which is one-on-one training uh, on a more extensive scale. As schedules of uh, Jay and Josh and the gang have decided, they're going to open it up a little bit more 
take some more of their free time and train one-on-one because they've discovered probably through me that uh, dumb folks learn better when it's just one-on-one because <laughs> they have to deal with the dumbest guy of all time. Me, wandering in there, picking all the stuff up. I like the class settings. I think they're great. The people who do it are awesome. But I just tend to do better when it's individual training. You, If you're one of those people that can handle that, you're going to be better off in the classes. But, man, that individual stuff is great. You get hands-on training no matter what. But if you're a, a independent kind of strange social pariah like myself, you like that uh, personal touch. And that's what they give you. So that's being offered up like crazy right now. If you want one-on-one training with the best in the business, uh, whether it's Josh or Jay or Tony or any of the trainers they got up there, man, oh, man, hop aboard that deal it's amazing. And personal trainers charge usually eh, a couple hundred bucks, 150 bucks a session. Not happening that way. These guys are crushing their prices uh, of all the other personal trainers. And if you want to just go on and get a membership, it's usually the price of a personal trainer's hour is about what you're getting for a month's worth of uh, everything that they offer at Tactical Black. So not only will you learn how to defend yourself, just be better at what you do, get in better shape. Uh, you'll do it and say, uh, you know, not drain your pocketbook the entire time. That's how it works. Reactdefense.com. Become a sheepdog. Stop being a sheep. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Apparently, Jay Leno loves women that were all born on September 5th. Okay. In an interview in 2016, he said, I've lived with five women, and every one of them was born on September 5th. Even Mavis. No kidding. Yeah. So he only goes for women. December 5th, he goes, there's one other girl that he's working with. Pause. It's just weird. He only goes for women. That's sad. Well, Brady, the pause was very strange. But, you know, if a guy was born on September 5th, Gay Leno would make an appearance. And I'd probably go elbows deep and rosebud that fella, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's very strange. It's, uh, it's kind of almost like being the Zodiac killer. You ever go mountain biking, Jay? Sure, I mountain bike, try to grab a beer, and the next thing you know, I got my arms elbows deep in a couple of fellas. Ugh. You bet your life. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Brady's right. Uh, that's just how that goes. Thanks for uh, bringing that up, Brady. September 5th, uh, by the way, Mavis is not in great shape. So if you were born on September 5th, I'm going to be looking to <laughs> Looking at resumes. It looks like all five Culkin brothers, including Macaulay and Kieran, will appear on the same project for the first time ever. Thank God the Ultimate Warrior isn't here. It's an animated series on Prime called The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. That was the one I kept out of yesterday's new releases. I've seen a clip of that. That's all Culkins? Yeah. Or I've seen, maybe it wasn't a clip. Was it? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Karen Voice is a regular character, but his brothers are only guest starring on a single episode. Okay. As his brothers. They're some kind of species of an alien bird people. Is Have you seen the, Machine Gun Kelly's Ergulon uh, Galaxy? This is it. I don't want to. I don't want to play along anymore. <laughs> I don't know what. Something's happened to me with. I, I like animated stuff, but I don't know. Like it just seems like. But it's different when it's so anime. Cool. Yeah, seems like that's not anime. That's not anime. Looks like it. It's just annoying. <laughs> annoying music and everything yeah, else. I, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. I think the music turned me off. I think that was my problem too. Have I what? Seen uh, MGK's ink. Oh, his new blackout tattoo. Yeah. It's it's a black chest. He's it's should be banned by all the way down except the uh, the abs. 
so Can far. Did he really get it arms? done, or was it? I was wondering you know, that too. They're saying that, I, I, I think he just was showing what he wants. According uh, to the that dude that did the taboo, takes, he said he's a takes, brave lad. Yeah. That well, process takes months to color you in. Yeah. And he's from his neck to his lower chest is just black now. All of it. And he blacked out all his tattoos because he said his old tattoos were just too chaotic. He's there, nuts. There are some spots left uncovered to make designs. He's still in Megan Fox? Yeah. Oh, wow. Man, he's winning. But she must be insane. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that's when you... Something, crazy likes crazy. When you want to be colored in, I mean, that's... You can't do that. You got to pick a color other than black. Because to me, that's just borderline stealing. That's <laughs> ridiculous. He looks more indigo than black. There? Yeah. He looks black. What do you see in indigo? Indigo's kind of bluish purple, purple isn't it? Yeah. That is black. You need that your eyes checked. That was a different one than the one I saw this morning. Oh. You must have seen him with a shirt on. No, my, my, that must have been it. <laughs> it looks like Kyler Murray's sports bra. It does. <laughs> He's hard to like. It's almost like Machine Gun Kelly goes out of his way to make you not like him. Yeah, I think he likes that. It's like the Jake Paul thing. Yeah, and Jake Paul's kind of come around. He does have that douchey quality, but this dude is just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Don't get it. What else? How do you feel about the the Beatles films that will be coming out? I think Sony bought uh, a bunch of the catalog. What are they? There will be four films, one each from the perspective of Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, Ringo Starr. Was it Star Wars? The theaters in 2027. (laughs) Kiss did one. This was another idea. The Beatles stole everything they knew from Kiss, even though we weren't around yet. uh, Clearly, they had seen the future, and it was Kiss, and they took all of our ideas before we could even uh, implement them. Basically, their perspective of how the band went, and exactly. This is what we did when we had our four albums with Ace, Peter. Myself, and of course Paul, the band members known then as KISS, and we did our independent albums as each perspective. This was our idea way before the Beatles. In fact, that was our original name, but the Beatles took it. What? Yeah, 12 years before we came out, we were, we were known as the Beatles, and they stole it. First one out in 2027. Sam Mendez is the guy behind it. He also directed Skyfall. In uh, 1917. It's, it's going to be Clue where they're going to yeah. have different endings and stuff like that. Because, I mean, the basic story at the beginning is going to be the same. I felt like the last yeah. one. Right. I, know the ending. Yeah. I know the ending. Unless one of them murdered someone, I'm yeah. kind of done knowing about the Beatles. Uh, am I going to learn anything? I don't know. William says, you can call it personal training all you want, John, but we know why you're doing it your way. It's called the special ed of Tactical Black. There is truth to that. (laughs) I don't do well in crowds. I just feel like I'm screwing it up for everyone else. Nothing to do about it. That Machine Gun Kelly guy bugs me. And it's mainly because he was really mean to Mo once. Oh, my God. Somebody just sent me a video of Megan Fox with... Pretty much her top off. She tattooed too. Yeah. Well, share for Chris. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, 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 yeah, get it when I'm done with it. You'll get hold of it. <laughs> it's like that guy's brother. When I'm done, you can have him back. Oh, 
Yeesh. <laughs> All right, we're done. Satchmo's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So It's out of control now.